from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez. Jersey Drake. Taylor Swift. Post Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My boys Roz, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. I can see. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. It is May the 4th, Star Wars Day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. May the 4th mm-hmm. be with you, everybody. Mm-hmm. I love today. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite days of the year. Truth. And damn it, Maury been on a tear lately with cold calling people across the country. Picking random numbers, dialing, just to see who'd play along. And in celebration of Star Wars Day... He was asking people if they can give their mm-hmm. best impression. It could be of anything mm-hmm. at all in the Star Wars galaxy. Character, sound effect, whatever. Yeah. And these are the results. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good. Uh, dude, I don't have this number on my phone. This is Maury from the Roz and Mocha Show. I'm randomly calling people. How are you? Uh, I'm good, man. I, I, <laughs> that's so crazy you're calling. Did I win something? <laughs> no, but um, may, oh. the, may the fourth be with you. And also with you. Okay. Can you do any impressions of the characters from the Star Wars? Um, I, I could maybe do Jabba the Hutt. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Okay, go ahead. Master Wookiee like a Skywalker. I'm a Wookiee. I love my Trump. No, I think you're great. I think you're great, Jabba. Luke, I am your father. Who is this? This is Darth Vader. May the fourth be with you. What, what are you talking about? May the fourth. It's Star Wars Day. May the fourth be with you. <laughs> oh, may the fourth. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. It is Star Wars is, Day. Is this? this is Maury from the Rosin Mocha Show. <laughs> cool, Who or cool. what can you impersonate from Star Wars? I'd probably do a pretty good Yoda. All right. Let's hear it. Do, do or do not. There is no try. No offense. No, no. Okay. Yours is more like, ooh, hungry I am. You're out of your mind. I did it perfectly. (laughs) Do or do not. There is. You sound like Borat. (laughs) The greatest teacher failure is. How about that? No. (laughs) Who else can you do? Uh, I can do Jabba the Hutt. All right, go. <laughs> All right, give me your best Star Wars impersonation. <laughs> this is Darth Vader. <laughs> uh, 
no, this is Darth Vader. I am your father. No, this is Darth Vader. Come on, you, man. You got to drop your registry, man. May, Lower. This is Maury from the Rosin Mocha Show. May the fourth be with you. Oh, cool. Uh, may the fourth be with you, too. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Let's hear your impression. Go ahead. Um, Luke, I am your father. <laughs> Hello. Oh, the 4th of May be with you. <laughs> I'm in the middle right now. I'm cooking up the storm, man. I got, I'm way behind. <laughs> Hello? Hi. May the 4th be with you. And may the 4th also be with you? Can you do any impressions of anything or anyone from Star Wars? Yeah. Oh, wow. And what else can you do? I can probably do Yoda if you give me something to say. Um, how about uh, I love the Raza Mocha show? Mm, love the Raza Mocha show, I do. Mm, yeah. Oh, wow. All right, to finish this off, I'm going to get you to sing the Star Wars theme song, and I'm going to layer it together with everyone else we talked to today, and let's see how it sounds. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. May the fourth be with you. So, yeah, it is Star Wars Day officially. I'm decked out, son. Check it out. Look at you. Got the shirt, got the exclusive ball cap. I'm ready. I'm ready for the day. I'm ready to celebrate. Is that a Blue Jay Star Wars hat combo? Hell yeah. Look at that. I've never seen such a thing before. And you still got the sticker on there. You don't ever take that off, huh? No. Underneath? No. Okay. It's weird. That's how we do it in the galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do the Johnny Depp School of Acting to celebrate Star Wars today. Uh, Johnny Depp School of Acting. We've been doing this forever. And the story went that Johnny Depp was just too busy and famous to learn his lines, so he would put an earpiece in his ear. Somebody would read his script to him offset, and then he would just regurgitate the lines in the scene. And as we found out, other actors have done this, and they call that little thing an earwig that you that you put oh, in gross. your ear, which is like super disgusting. Uh, today, what we're going to do to celebrate Star Wars Day is do a scene from Empire Strikes Back. Uh, Mocha, you will be playing the part of Luke. Yes. Mori, you will be playing the part of Yoda. Ooh. <laughs> Happy me is. Okay, now, do we want Maury to do Yoda voice, or do we want Maury to do normal voice? Oh, he's got to do Yoda voice. Yoda voice. Yeah. Okay, but if it's not working in Yoda voice, we're going to bring you back to Maury voice. Work it, Will! Okay. <laughs> oh, man. This is going to be a disaster. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, okay, so uh, here we go. Um, uh, May the 4th be with you. It is uh, Star Wars Day. Johnny Depp School of Acting. Mocha and Maury. Empire Strikes Back Edition. Scene one, and action. I can't. It's too big. Ooh, size has no meaning. It matters not. Look at me. Judge not by my size. You shit all over. Oh. Stop, 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 stop. You know, I had a feeling he was going to swear, which is why I had my finger on the bleep button. Just in case. I'm so sorry. I don't think Yoda ever said that. Okay. Why do you always say ooh before you start a sentence? Because he never says that. Yeah. Does he not? No. no. Ooh. No. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard Yoda say ooh before. No. And it's your face when you say that, too. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. 
Okay, so we'll try again then, right? Yes. Okay, take two. Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars Day. May the fourth be with you. And action. I can't. It's too big. Ooh, size has no meaning. It matters not. Look at me. Judge me not by my size, by you, as well as your shoes go in you. Ooh, as a powerful ally, all the white people. Oh, sorry. Energy. Okay. Energy. <laughs> so... First of all, Yoda doesn't swear, and he's also not a racist. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay. We just try one, one more time. time. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Okay. okay. Empire Strikes Back, uh, Star Wars Day. May the Fourth be with you. Johnny Depp School of Acting, take three, and action. I can't. It's too big. Ooh, size has no meaning. It matters not. Look at me. Judge not by my size. Ooh, my shoes. Oh, my allies. All the floors are so powerful. Ooh, all this fun. Ooh, the kale is all in the pool. The kale. Ooh, feel it. You must feel it. You flow. Feel the floor stop you. Ear, the hair. Oh, the trees and the rocks. Oh, the weight of the felt. Oh, between my piss. Oh, the okay, ships. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. I don't think they had kale on the Dagobah system. I could be wrong, though. Wow. You get one more line, Mocha. Oh, yeah. I don't believe it. <laughs> May the fourth be with you, everyone. Ooh. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. What the hell was that? <laughs> Just get you in the Star Wars mood. You just did <laughs> but Crazy Frog. Ring, I, I, ding, I forgot. Ding, ding, ding. I forgot all the sounds though. <laughs> I had all these sounds that I was going to get ready to do uh, for Star Wars Day, and then I forgot them all as soon as we went on the radio. So here hey, we go. Did you see people freaking out on Disney last week because of May the Fourth? No. Why? So I guess Disney sent out a tweet. Because they were trying to get some hype built up for today and how now all the Star Wars movies are streaming on yeah. uh, Disney Plus and they dropped Skywalker a little bit early and they dropped episode one of the Mandalorian documentary and they sent out a tweet that read, use the hashtag uh, May the 4th and use the hashtag whatever, whatever. And then they sent out a tweet after that saying anybody who uses those tweet, we reserve the right to use that tweet in any of our materials. <gasps> no. And people freaked out because they, they said, hey, listen, you guys don't get to own May the 4th. But you, have you fun don't, with it? No, you don't own it. If I use it, that's yeah. not your copyright. Meaning if I use May the 4th, that does not give you the right to then use my tweet and anything you want. So it was they, they were trying to take a claim over May the 4th oh. and fans were well, that not happy with it. Yeah, exactly. Come and, on. And fans were not happy with it and then they they had to walk it back, but uh, but yeah, today's May the 4th. Huge day. Huge. I checked my Disney Plus app and uh, the Rise of Skywalker under I guess extras where they have all the Usually when you take a look at all the extras yeah. that are available for movies. They're like, you know, a couple minute behind the scenes segments, right? right. There may be like a three minute, you know, beside, behind the scenes of this, these, the creation of these aliens or sure. like a four minute little series on, uh, you know, the music behind the movie. For The Rise of Skywalker, right? When you go under extras, there's one here titled The Skywalker Legacy. Mm -hmm. Right, and it's the making of the rise of Skywalker. 
which clocks in at two hours and six minutes. Oh, my God. So just as long as the actual movie. Wow. Just as long as the movie. The the Rise of Skywalker is two hours and 22 minutes, and the making of documentary is two hours and six minutes. And you were saying that the... That you're pissed because you thought that all episodes of the Mandalorian documentary were going to drop today. I did. But Disney doesn't do that, man. They do. They do one at a time. I know. It's yeah. so heartbreaking, though, because they like do one at a time. Mandalorian was in our lives for you know how many months, right? Mm-hmm. You're talking about it week after week after week, and then all of a sudden you finish all the episodes and it's done. Yeah. And then we find out that there's going to be this documentary, so we're all hype again. But I totally forgot that. They had only released one episode a week. Yeah, Disney doesn't do Disney doesn't do binging. But it, here's why it's so much of a tease. Because you remember Mandalorian, it was a very easy watch because the episodes were like super, 30, 40 minutes, yeah, right? Super quick. So just like with the do- the documentary, mm-hmm. episode one is 32 minutes. Oh yeah. Oh, see, that's not enough to go week to week. Yeah. It's not enough. Like do them two at a time. Thank you. Yeah. Just like the Jordan documentary. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Two at a time. Hey, I was reading something crazy about the Jordan documentary. Is man. it going to be a spoiler? No. Okay. No. Because I've stayed away from Twitter because I read one one tweet about last night's episode, which is yeah. now available on Netflix. Yeah. And then I shut Twitter off because I don't like to read anything. I just like to watch a show and be surprised. No, I was, uh, it was crazy because I, the story that I read was that they pushed this documentary out. Although that they had been working on it forever and it took forever to get Michael Jordan's approval. They pushed it out early and it wasn't supposed to air until June. It wasn't supposed to start until June. Really? And they had only like, I think, three episodes completed, fully edited by the time it debuted. What? And the editors were all in, because of COVID-19, the editors were all like working from home trying to get these episodes done. And I think that last week's episode, they only finished and submitted the episode like two days before ESPN ran it. So like all the Dennis Rodman stuff? Yeah. Like I think Those that, episodes were... Yeah. So that debuted on ESPN last Sunday, and I which think, meant And I think that they Friday, finished it on Friday. Last Friday. Yeah. Which like April 24th. Yeah. Like this isn't something that's like done and they've been sitting on and then decided to release. They it's decided to release it early. Because but of COVID. they still haven't finished editing. And then it's not done yet. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so many options of great things to watch out there. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz, your daughter Roxy, she is uh, 10 years old now. Correct. Can you remember back when she was younger, if she tried to stall bed or bath time at night? Oh. And course. what her tactics were? All of them. Kids do everything. So our kid... Cruz, who's three years old, yeah. he stalls bath time all the time. Oh, yeah. And his tactic is he'll go to the bookshelf and get a book and be like, Dad, can you read this book? Yeah. Or what he's been doing for the past, I'd say like two months now, Yeah. is he's like, I want to run around. And he'll be in his room and he'll run around and I have to count to 20. Oh, God. Right? Yes. So I count to 20. Or sometimes he will say, he'll do the fake cough. And be like, (laughs) 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 I need some water. So he does that a lot. Yeah. Uh, There's this eight-year-old in (laughs) in LA who she was trying to stall her bedtime. And she's wearing pajamas and she's holding a guitar. Yeah. And she created a song. 
that her mom then posted to social and it got like f- over 5 million views. Oh, wow. And then people started remixing the song. Okay. And the track is called I Wonder What's Inside Your Butthole. Okay. <laughs> and it sounds like this. I wonder what's inside your butthole. I wonder what's inside your butthole. Maybe there's astronauts and maybe there's aliens all inside your butthole. What's inside your butthole? I always want to know. What's inside your butthole? I always want to know. <laughs> okay. So, okay. I wonder what's inside your butthole. Maybe there's astronauts. Maybe there's aliens all inside your butthole. Yep. Right? Yep. So then people started remixing the song. For example, there's a guy by the name of Jonathan Mann who has probably <laughs> the best remix of What's Inside Your Butthole by an eight-year-old in L.A. who was trying to stall her, bed to- her bedtime. is um, so incredible. And also, there's no way under any other circumstances could we play any version of What's Inside Your Butthole if it were not performed by an eight-year-old trying to avoid going to bed. Right. (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Maury, come on in here for a second, my love. So gross, by the way. <laughs> and so, you didn't cover your mouth when no, you did that. No, I know. It's not at all. Strings. Maury has been trying out new hairstyles um, since we've been in isolation. And and most days, Mocha and I just completely ignore it. So he has to do it again the next day. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> right? No, uh, you can't today. This took, honestly, I had to get up at like er, super early. Okay, so describe to people what the goal was with today's look, Maury. <laughs> This here is a mohawk. Okay, the mohawk. Oh my God, and my name is Maury, which my family calls me Mo. Right. How did you miss that pun? Uh, maybe I didn't. I wanted to give it to oh, you. Oh, yeah, there you go. Okay, so how to, talk us through this process. What did you do here? Because okay. Maury has the saddest mohawk I've ever seen in my life right now. <laughs> I really don't. Okay, um. can I... Okay. <laughs> Okay, okay, so okay, I flattened okay, the sides. Okay, yes. I flattened the sides and then I pushed up the middle. But the problem was is that I was, um, I guess, moistening and... Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I was moistening and maneuvering and trying to pivot the tips. But the tips are so heavy and it's just long and thin, so it just right. droops. Right, okay. So hold on here. So you try to um, position the tip, but the tip was heavy, so the tip now droops? Well, I was rubbing... <laughs> is that, like I had did, I, the, did I get that right? Yeah, yeah. I had the, the clay steps. in my hands, and I yeah. was rubbing the tips of each one of the spikes. Right. But I don't, it just doesn't stay up. Okay. And then look at the front. The front 
like the very, very front part <laughs> is really droopy. You look like a rooster. <laughs> Can I just say for about, for about two minutes, it was fantastic. This is the, it is honestly, it's the, I've liked a lot of the styles that you've tried, uh, but this may be the, the saddest mohawk I've ever seen in my life. Turn sideways. Let's get a, let's get a profile of this right here. Hold on now. Uh, Give me a favor real quick. Can you go like this? So turn sideways, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, but look at me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you what to do, uh-huh. and then you're going to turn sideways and do it, okay? Yeah. Go like this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You look like a rooster. <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, you don't look happy with this one today. Other times you've come in with a new hairstyle, you look sort of proud or whatever. Well, the next you one's going to take way more time. Okay. I'm telling you though, you look a little sad today. <laughs> this you was do. an attempt. You do. I know, but I'm just telling you, you look sad today. I'm not calling you sad. I'm saying you, the, the like your 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 whole demeanor looks like. I can tell you exactly what I look like. Looks Somebody like who you're obsessing out. about a mistake you've made. And that hair is the mistake you made. No, it looks like somebody who went out a night on the town to the nightclubs and it looked fantastic. And after a night of dancing and partying and hitting all the all the ladies and pick, getting phone numbers and stuff. Hitting all the ladies <laughs> and getting phone numbers? What? Jesus, man. Hitting on all the ladies. Hitting on all the ladies. And getting, and getting the getting, phone numbers and yes. going out and, um, you know, and leaving her place at four in the morning. This is what it would look like. Okay, right. I'm going to tell you right now, though, more. There is no world in which that style ever had a good day. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, the I, 80s. I, no, 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 no. I mean, on you right now. Like, this is the best it's going to get. There, there's no way that you could do better with what you have. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. 30 seconds or less. Woo! Wow. Okay. Love this game. Now, this game is best played when you guys get involved listening and you start firing suggestions at us, whether you want to hit us up on Instagram or text us at 925 with your suggestions. How this game works is Mocha and Mori will be challenged to do something innocuous but very difficult to do in 30 seconds or less. If you remember the last time, it was make a balloon animal out of those one those long clown party balloons make a balloon animal out of one of those in 30 seconds or less. That was an absolute disaster. Almost impossible, I would say. Because I ain't no clown. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, today's was by request, and it went like this. Uh, hey, Roz and Mocha, I have an idea for 30 seconds or less. Have Maury and Mocha eat a peeled lemon in 30 seconds or less. Oh, eat a man. peeled lemon Ooh. in 30 seconds or less. How do you feel about peeled lemon, Mocha? Uh... How do you feel about lemon? I like lemon. Yeah. I love lemon. Okay. I put lemon in my in my water or hot water all the time. Okay. But okay. I don't know about a whole lemon. Okay. Maury? Oh, no, thank you. Too bitter. Okay. Well, guess what? Uh, so <laughs> do you have your lemons, gentlemen? We have two peeled lemons oh, right here. look at this. Perfect. All okay. right. Okay. So, Maury, you take your lemon. Okay. I will say that you're getting off easy. Those are small, small-sized lemons. Now, how are we going to officially determine whether you are done? What is going to be the word that you say? Is it just simply saying done and then sticking out your tongue so we can see that your mouth is completely empty? Do you want to play it that way? Sure. Okay, cool. So you have to swallow everything. Ugh. Yeah, you got to swallow everything. Ooh. Okay. I have never seen a peeled lemon before. Really? Wow. It looks like an orange. 
Look at that. Okay. Okay, yeah. It looks just like a lemon, actually, more. Okay, gentlemen, are you ready? This by request, which is the best way for 30 seconds or less. Can you, Maury, can you, Mocha, eat a peeled lemon uh-huh. in 30 seconds oh or less and go? Oh, oh, there's a lot of dripping. Oh, there's a lot of dripping. Oh, Mocha. Oh! Mocha's got the whole thing in. Maury's biting. Oh, Maury, Maury's face does not look good right now. Oh, okay. Mocha is chewing. Mocha looks like he's having an okay time with this. Maury, not so much. Oh, Maury. Oh, are you okay? Okay. Mocha's chewing, 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 chewing. Oh, come on. Mm, I got. How mm. much you got in your mouth? Open your mouth, say ah. Uh, okay, that's a lot of lemon, Maury. Mm. Oh, that was tough. Uh, how much? Hold it, hold it up. How much do you have left? In, Maury, you've done nothing. <laughs> okay, I know the thirty seconds is up. Yeah. You're done. Mocha, done. hold on a second here. Let me see that. Open up. Let me see. Uh, done. That was at 45. Yeah. Okay. Uh, How did you eat the whole thing? Okay. So here's what we're going to do right now. Mocha, hit 30 seconds on the clock one more time. Okay. Maury, the technique, you try Mocha's technique now, which is- I wasn't watching. What'd you do? Put the entire thing in your mouth and just start I chewing. I wanted to do that and it came back out on its own. Okay. We're going to try again though. Okay. okay so we're going to give Maury now 30 seconds because Mocha, this win, I'm going to say, even though you did not do it in 30 seconds or less, yeah. so you do not officially get a win, okay? Oh, but I'm okay. so impressed. I, I can't believe you did that. Oh my God, good for you. Okay, you do not officially get a win for this, but I will say that you did one hell of a job and came the closest out of either of you. So now, put 30 seconds back on the clock. Maury, try Mocha's technique with just sticking the whole thing in your mouth and just going for it. Like shove it all in? Yes. Go. Oh. <laughs> one more time. It's okay. just, it just came right back out of his mouth again. Put it back in. Chew. Okay, it's oh, back out dude, again. Come on. Ew. Okay, put it's it back so in. Gross. Put it back in and just chew. Okay. Put it in and take a bite. And just bite. There you go. Oh, wow. You ever seen something like that before? <laughs> yeah, on <I'm> a squirrel. <laughs> you look like a sea creature. Okay, put it, put it back. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. There we go. Oh. Okay, no. Yeah, no, you didn't do it. No. No. <laughs> Not, uh... Oh, 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 that's so gross. You know what? I thought that watching it in was going to be more disgusting, <laughs> but it's actually what? <laughs> God. Okay. So to uh, answer your question, can Mocha and Maury eat an entire peeled lemon in 30 seconds or less? The answer to that question was no, but you did do it faster than Maury. All right. <laughs> so there was no winner today. However, Mocha, you do get the props for actually, one, finding a technique that was worthy of the game and yeah. two, accomplishing the task at hand. You just did not complete it in 30 seconds or less. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So Andy Serkis, who is Gollum. Yeah. And a whole bunch of other characters, too. He's been a lot. Yeah. yeah. So he's going to do a 12-hour live reading of The Hobbit. What? Yeah, for charity. 12 hours? Yeah, Andy Serkis is set to embark on a continuous live reading of uh, Tolkien's The Hobbit from start to finish to raise money for charities amid the lockdown due to the coronavirus pandemic. He's going to take a break, right? I don't know. I don't know. So he's going to start the marathon at 10 a.m. in the UK on Friday and said that he wasn't expected to finish until 10 p.m. that evening. So I don't think he's going to take know. a break. I don't think you so. You have to have a break after a chapter, what, at least. sitting there reading? 
Yes. No, it's not, he's not cycling for 12 hours. He's sitting there reading a book for 12 hours. Presumably one that he's read before. I can't read those books. There's too many no. hard names. I would fall asleep. Too many hard names. Too sleepy. Yeah. Yeah. What if he does fall asleep? I think that would be great. Nobody there to wake him up. How many <laughs> books have you read in your life? Oh, geez. I don't even know. I've never read any of those books. It's sad to say I've only read one like really, really big book. Yeah. And it no, was a Stephen King have. novel. Yeah. No, I haven't. And it took me a couple of weeks. I would read it on my way to and from no, work. No, I haven't. I can't and, get into those. And, and that book? Yeah. Turn me off from reading books. Yeah, I can't. I tried one time. I tried. I think somebody had a because I was really interested in like Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. And I remember somebody like gave me the book. I got through one page and I was like, I can't do this. It's not for me. I can't. I can't concentrate like that on a book. I, I this is my problem with books. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Okay, is that I'll sit down and I'll try and read something because Catherine's always trying to get me to read books and I just can't do it. So I'll try and read something, right? And then I'll get I'm ten pages in and I realize that I read five and then daydreamed for five. That's me. Right? And then I'm like, what then the hell is going on? Then you have to go back on? and start and again. Gotta, and then I got to go back five pages. Oh God, I'm like, bro, I, that I is me. I don't have the attention span to read books. Same. My mind wanders. Yeah. I just, and, but I'm still sort of like looking at the words, right? Completely. I'm looking but at the not words. they're not registering. Not at all. Sentences. Not at all. And, and I find I, did, I was doing that with Roxy too. She, you know, when, because when she's, when kids are kids, when they're young, right? Yeah. You can go down and you read little kids book to them. But then Roxy got to the age of where she started reading chapter books uh -huh. and then so you go down and you read chapter books to them and it's like a chapter before bed and i would zone out i would zone it like oh, Ro i would i would still be reading and rocks would elbow me and go dad what are you reading because she could follow along at that point so. and i'm like i'm so sorry and then i'm like where where are we and she'll grab the book and go back three pages and go here Sometimes and i'm just talking gibberish at when that point i'm reading to cruise and his books before bed and mind you this is seven o'clock at night and i'm dead ass tired right yeah his books are like maybe 16 17 pages long yeah and like partway through, I'll be reading. And this happened once like two weeks ago or last week where I started falling asleep as I'm reading. And then I'm just saying nonsense. Yeah. I'm like toothpaste, street, <laughs> the truck, the dirt. And then he like, because he knows the book, he's like, that's, he's like looking at me weird. Like that's not yeah. how the story's supposed no, to go. I know. That's me all the time. Maury. <laughs> I have a list. I keep a list of all the books I've read. Oh yeah. What's the biggest book you've ever read? Like biggest as in popularity. I fear or? that Maury's read more books than I have. How many books are on your list? This many. How many is Just that? Say the number. I don't know. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, wow. eighteen, nine, twenty-two. You got too much time on your hands, man. But I, <laughs> I, this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, Jamie, how you feeling? It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how are you? We're good. Jamie, you wrote That's us good. this. Uh, yeah, you sound great. Uh, Razamoka fixed my life. The guy I was just dating dumped me because he had a hissy fit over something he didn't achieve. Uh, he is going into policing and really wanted a specific position, but was turned away. A month later, I got a text from him saying that he doesn't want a relationship anymore because he needs to focus on his career and getting back on track. He blamed me by saying he's holding back from applying to the OPP because of our relationship. And if he gets...
gets it, he'll be up north 10 hours away, so he doesn't want a long-distance relationship. Now, in the beginning, he pursued me and now easily just called it quits. Do I have the right to feel upset about this, or should I just pick up and move on? So question one is, do you have the right to feel upset about this? Yes, absolutely. Question two, should you pick up and move on? Yes, absolutely. It's great talking to you. See ya. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my god! How long were you guys dating for? Oh my god, not even that long. Like a few months. So like oh, it's so not even like. I just frustrating like it's so freaking frustrating like how do you pursue someone for so long and then finally just like easily be like yeah just kidding like I didn't get what I wanted so you know yeah. it's your fault well, I'm like what the frig <laughs> what are you gonna do if you stay with this guy and then in three years he can barely look at you because of the resentment yeah but like okay is it my fault though like no. does he have the right to say like Oh, I blame you because no, I I've think, been holding back on applying. I no. think that that part of the story, in my opinion, I think it was very rude of him to say. I don't think that you deserve to be treated that way or to have those things said to you. I don't think that you specifically are the reason. Like, he was also in this relationship, right? So he could take blame. And for whatever reason, there may be more reasons beyond him being in a relationship that took his focus away from him not making it into the OPP just yet. Yeah. I think you may have dumped ears. Did he say the words, I blame you? Or did he say, if I'm with you, I can't apply? It was like, I'm holding back from applying to OPP because of this relationship. Yeah, and that's because not, that's I not, know that. That's not blaming yeah. you. That's not blaming you. So am I just being like, am I being a little petty? I feel like I'm being a little petty in terms of like, Trust me, I as, don't know. As somebody, as somebody who has great appreciation for pettiness. <laughs> like true. deep, deep, deep French Canadian roots appreciation for pettiness. Uh, I will say, no, I don't think that you're being petty. I think you're hurt. And yeah. there's and there's a there's a difference. Um, you, nobody likes to feel second best. Nobody likes to feel that somebody who was in their life and you were getting along with and possibly falling in love with decided to move on with their life without you. Nobody wants that feeling. That's a terrible feeling. But what mm -hmm. happens, the alternative is, is you compromise and compromise and compromise, and then that leads to resentment. And that is the killer of all relationships. And if you get to the point of where he is constantly making decisions because he doesn't want to lose you or he's choosing the relationship over things that he really wants more than a relationship with you. That's what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. And he's going he's gonna to resent you. This is not going to end well in the long term. It, it, there's no way this ends well for you in the long term. Hey, Jamie, how was your relationship prior to him breaking up? Like, was it good? Yeah, it was awesome. Like, we had oh, okay. a lot of fun together. We had so many things in common. Like, it only started going downhill about three weeks ago when he got the call um, okay. for, like a, like, a specific position. And then his whole mood changed. Because I didn't know if maybe he was using that as an excuse to break up with you. But if your relationship was good, then yes, this is strictly because of, of the job that he really, really wants and uh, really wants to focus on, on getting. Yeah, because that was my other question was like, is he kind of using that as a scapegoat almost? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, if he sure. wasn't happy, was he using the job as a scapegoat? Sure. It could be. Maybe he just does not want to be in the relationship and he's like he said, wants to focus on on being a police officer and getting mm -hmm. the job, you know, the job of his dreams. Or he doesn't yeah. want to be with you anymore and said that uh, he wants to move 10 hours north. 
which is just a lie. <laughs> Ooh, house. You yeah, know? I hope so. I'm yeah. not that mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't know. You don't know. All, all you know is that, how, so you're with a guy, what, a couple of months? Yeah, like a few months. Yeah, it was like nothing. Sure. You had a good time? Super serious. Yeah, for sure. You had sure. a good time? Did you love this guy with all your heart? Was he your future? No. No. Okay. Oh, then so you're what the good. hell? You're we good. need our help for. You're good. You're Move good. on, girl. Yeah. Rejection sucks. So I think that was kind of where I was teetering. So here's what you do, Jamie. Get into a relationship with some next dude and then go dump his ass. <laughs> You'll feel better. <laughs> See, now that would be the French Canadian of me to do. <laughs> yeah, it would. See, there you go. <laughs> or, or, I was, uh, or what you could do is take it next level and go find yourself an already OPP officer. Oh! <laughs> oh my gosh Get you a man that can do it Your ex can <laughs> Yo, now that's petty That is petty <laughs> You're gonna be okay, Jamie Is that, okay So my next question yeah. though, like Because I haven't deleted him off everything And I know that's like your guys' big thing Is delete him off everything Yes Get rid of all like the social media and stuff of him yep. But like, what if I go find this OPP officer And I want to like post pictures so I'd be able to see it. Okay, no, no, no. You unfollowing him doesn't mean that he's going to unfollow you. Yeah, he'll probably check in on you still. Yeah. Also, just so you know, we're not actually telling you to go bag an OPP <laughs> officer, okay? <laughs> uh, but no, you are going to be just fine, but clean break, clean break, even even uh, even for a while. Just uh, get it, get it, move past it, to get him off your social, stop following him and all the things, stop checking in on him, all that stuff. You will get over this much faster. Oh, well, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Okay. I love you guys so much. No, we <laughs> love, love you right you. back. Good luck. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Oh, everyone's doing IG Live. And DJ Khaled, I don't know if you saw this, got caught off guard yesterday. <laughs> what happened? IG Live. <laughs> he, was, he was just going on live with fans, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he goes live with someone. And all you see is... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. All you see is booty. Right? Oh, really? Yeah. Like clothed booty or like thong booty or jeans booty? Like it's almost yeah, okay. thong booty, okay. right? Okay. So okay. I'll play you what happened. Oh, but no. Like this Another is, one. This is DJ Cal. Just look at his reaction, okay? okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is his face. I gotcha. As soon as he <laughs> the booty. Okay? Yeah. So this woman on IG Live with DJ Khaled just starts twerking. And Khaled's like trying to be polite and not having any of it at all. No, no, don't do that. I'm, I'm, I, I, no, no, I have to get the water. No, it's all love. No, I, I got love and everything. I was saying like, you know, saying I got a family and and everything. Like, you know, saying no, I got love. No, 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 I got love. This is fair love. No? Um, just talk to me normal. Talk to me normal. Talk to me normal. Talk to me normal. Don't do that. Don't. Yo, I, I, no, I can't. <laughs> Did he cut her off? <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. You know, he's like, no, you don't understand. This is how my wife says I yeah. can't do this anymore. Because I say I want to go talk to fans and have some fun. And she says, no, it's going to be all hoochies. Yeah. And I say, no, it's not. No, my fans are cool. We're all in love. this together. It's, it's all just know. love. And then, bam, ass up in your yeah. face. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I love a good mashup. 
Hell yeah. The collaboration we didn't know we would ever get. At all. The news conferences between uh, Justin Trudeau and then Doug Ford. Dougie! (laughs) Really got like thrown into high gear when Trudeau said speaking moistly. And then we got the remix of that, which was so good. And then Doug Ford going off on all the yahoos, bunch of yahoos down at Queens Park who are protesting self-isolation. We got a remix of that. We, we have healthcare workers on the street at these hospitals working around the clock to protect the community. 99.9% of the people in this province are working together side by side. That's the reason we were able to see a flattening of the curve. But then... We, we have, you know, a bunch of yahoos out in the front of Queen's Park sitting there protesting that the place isn't open. Right. Oh, there are protesters out again know, over the weekend. Know, know. You idiots. You yahoos. You yahoos. Bunch of yahoos. And so, so what happened? Did they take the Trudeau remix and the Doug Ford remix and put them into one brand new song? Listen to this. Right now, outside of Queen's Park, there is about 100 folks who are calling for the end of the lockdown. and mocha show podcast premier doug ford hello it's ron zamoka how are you sir i'm doing great guys how are you doing doing good, good. uh first and foremost how are you and your family doing yeah we're, we're doing all right i appreciate you asking how's, how's your whole gang doing good uh we're doing great and um you know trying to keep safe as possible how's your mother-in-law feeling you know she's god god willing she's gonna uh do all right i hope yeah and, you know we just pray when they're, they're at that age 95 you're just praying everything works out and and guys, you, you know what puts you know, a lot of pressure on me is it's not it's not us or family. It's about the, the fourteen and a half million people and all these other people at long term care. It breaks your heart when you when you go there and, and all the pain the families are going through. But in the public domain, we're we're doing pretty good because of the 
because of everyone uh, pitching in. And and and, and, you, and by the way, guys, I, I want to thank both you guys for great leadership during this whole pandemic. You're out there saying self isolate, and social distancing, and so on and so forth. So we, could, we couldn't do it without. Uh, guys like yourself so thank you for that really appreciate that thank this you. this past weekend was a big test for people it was 20 degrees outside and uh, we all like to go outside in this city and rip our clothes off and flirt and have fun and party and sit on patios we couldn't do it uh looking at the city this past weekend how did we do good enough for you or are we still being a bunch of yahoos <laughs> no we <laughs> uh you know something we, we're, we're doing great uh as a as a province, I think we're, we're doing great. Everyone's pitching in and and uh, doing whatever they can, no matter if it's uh, you know a- anyone anyone out there. They're all pitching in to make sure that we get through this uh, this pandemic and get rid of this terrible, terrible virus. Two big questions that we've been getting a ton from people who listen to this show: um, What yes. can you tell us about the rest of the school year? What can you tell us about daycare? What can you tell us about summer camps? Yeah, well, the summer camps. I was getting lobbied by Rob's uh, little guy there about summer summer camp already and uh, a lot of other kids are are asking about summer camp and really we we just have to uh, listen to the chief medical officer see where we're at in the next couple weeks and that will determine if we uh, go back to get the kids back to school and uh, i'm just crossing my fingers that we can get the kids to camp because that's a highlight for them you know i I remember when i was younger camp was everything you go away for a couple weeks and the only difference is when i went away for a couple weeks i'd always want to stay two more weeks and and not come home. So um, we, we just uh, had a great time back then. But I'm going to do everything we can as long as, uh, you know, the health and safety comes first and, and foremost. That's the last thing I'm going to do is put our kids in jeopardy. It's, uh, it's devastating for kids when there's been a couple of times where they thought that they were going to be going back to school and then it got pushed and then it got pushed again. And those days when it gets pushed are really, really tough for kids. Have you guys had a conversation or is there an option to just full out cancel the rest of the year so they can sort of deal with that now rather than maybe another disappointment? There's actually, yeah, there's two, two options on the table from the, the minister. He brought it to me, uh, a couple of weeks ago and said, here, here are the couple of options. Either we go back for a couple of weeks and, and, you know, two things. Uh, the kids, I think, are anxious to see their, their, their friends. And secondly, before we roll into the summer, give, give the parents a little bit of a break. They're, they're under massive pressure right now. Yeah. They've had uh, the kids at home for quite some time and, and maybe they just need a little bit of a, a breather. But that goes hand in hand with uh, daycare as well. So as soon as uh, everyone goes back to work, uh, people are going to need need daycare, and I, I think uh, going back to work is going to come uh, sooner than later. The way okay. the way the curve's happening. Uh, Premier Ford, can you tell us with the protesters that are continuously showing up at Queens Park, uh, how come none of them get arrested or get charged or tickets with you know not social distancing from one another? Yeah, guys, I, I couldn't agree more. The, and there's there's no premier, prime minister, no mayor is allowed to direct the police. Uh, the police and the bylaw officers, they, they know what they need to do. And, and, uh, I, I'm going to leave it with them to, to mm-hmm. take care of that. And I, I, I get it. We, we have some protesters out there and, and, uh, everyone wants to get back to work, but we, we have to make sure that we, we do it uh, safely and, and we follow the protocols because God forbid this ever comes back and bites us in the backside again. Uh, that, that'd be devastating, absolutely devastating to the economy, to the people, we just want to make sure everything is, uh, uh, let's say, hunky dory, and, and get the uh, get people out there slowly but surely, and get the economy moving. Because that's going to be one of the key factors: is getting people back to work, 
getting money in their pockets and, and get back to the, the new normal as as we say. The some of the rules for places have been rolled back a little bit. Uh, you're telling you know businesses to get ready. Uh, the question: When are we going to be able to get a haircut? When are barbers? Oh God, and yes. Please, Premier Dunford, tell us. <laughs> when are those, <laughs> when are those joints opening? <laughs> so, guys, first thing this morning, yeah, my wife Carla. Like Sutton says, when can I go to the hairdresser? When can I go to the <laughs> yeah, nail yeah. salon? Yeah. Oh, I, I know, but that's going to cost me more money. So I said, probably next year sometime. No, she didn't like that answer. <laughs> but, uh, and then my my daughters are there, and they say, Dad, you need a haircut. I, I have hair like I did in the 1980s when I was in high school. And they're saying, let us just get those clippers and experiment. So I might let them experiment. But in saying that, guys, probably, uh, again, uh, based on the chief medical officer, uh, maybe a few weeks. Hopefully okay, we yeah. get back in there. I, I, I just can't promise. He could come out and say, you know, that's not going to fly, and, and uh, we just have to listen to the medical experts. Uh, Premier Ford, are you in talks at all with any sport organizations to, to see how quickly or when it's safe enough for us to get, like, basketball, hockey, and, and baseball back in action? Uh, I have been. I've, I've been in, in talks with them, and, and I, I, I believe... Uh, they're gonna they're gonna start off I think right across uh, North America with with empty stadiums. Uh, they they can't give me an exact date, but that, that's kind of what we're hearing out there that they're gonna go to empty stadiums. And again, depending on on where this goes, if it's in August September, um, then then we'll have to take it from there to see if we can get partial stadiums. But they're uh, I guess that what they want is make sure they they get the television rights and get it on. On uh, TV, I'm, I'm not. You know, I'm, I'm going through withdrawal, not seeing uh, any sports games. Mm-hmm. Used to watching the, the Jays and and the, the wrap up of the Leafs, and we'll we'll see what happens in in those leagues. Uh, quickly before we uh, we we let you go, two more things here. One, uh, I know how you feel about uh, mass gatherings and what the protocols should be, how we all should act. The one thing that we really haven't heard definitively yet is what happens to the cne well again that, that's going to uh that's going to determine where we're at on the on the numbers if we can flatten the curve can and, you see, uh, can, you see us, can you see us you know, as a province being back to mass gatherings being okay by the middle of august you know some guys that, that's a good question and if i i've been pretty transparent throughout this whole uh, deal if i know uh, that it's going to be okay i'll give you the green light and call you up and say Let's move. The chief medical officer told me last night it's okay, but right now uh, no one can predict it. Even even the chief medical officer can't predict it. We're, this is going day by day, and we're we're just going to have to see where we we go over the last uh, four or five days. We've seen a, a decline on on the the numbers, and then we had a little spike, and it's uh, it's up and down. But overall, we we're seeing uh, some real positive results. May May two four weekend is the big test that's coming up. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know you. Know know what people in this province do on May 2-4 weekend. What is your message to people who do want to escape? Because May 2-4 weekend is where 25 people pack into a two-bedroom cottage. You know this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I, I have a call on, I believe it's uh, Thursday with uh, all the, the mayors in the rural areas in the cottage country. There's quite a few of them. And I talked to one, one mayor uh, yesterday and I told him there's only so long I can hold back the gates. People pay their taxes. They want to get up north. They, uh, I'm talking for Muskoka uh, uh, for the most part. Uh, they, they pay they pay the vast majority of the taxes uh, for those towns to survive. Plus, businesses businesses rely on cottagers coming up from April to September. So 
So I, I think uh, we have no choice as long as the numbers are good. If they go the other way, then, then you know it changes. But as long as the numbers are good, uh, I can't see how we can we can tell people not to go up to their cottage. But in saying that, guys, I, I still even a month, two months down the road, life is going to be different. We still have to social distance. Uh, to a certain degree. Premier Doug Ford, thank you very much for joining us on the Razamoga Show. We know you have a busy day. Um, have you heard the um, bunch of Yahoo's remix? You know something? They played it. Whoever put that together, that guy is creative as anything. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to call the guy up. <laughs> because, you know, you know you have to watch what you say from now on because anything oh. you say uh, can and will be remixed because earlier in our conversation, you used the words honky-dory. So. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I thought, okay, here we go. There's another song, honky-dory. <laughs> Premier Doug Ford, all the best to you, sir. Thank you very much for joining us on the Ross Moga uh, Show. You, you, guys are, you guys are champions. You take care. All the best. Thank you. See you, man. Take care. Take care. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Mother's Day is on Sunday, though. Right, I know. And uh, all the... uh, all the flat... Like, everything's difficult for Mother's Day this year. I know. It's tough because kids aren't in school, right? And they usually take care of, like, some little thing. Like a craft. Something like that, right? Homemade card. And for... uh, And... A lot of holidays or a lot of things are creeping up on people. So there's going to be a lot of people that completely even forget that it's Mother's Day. So there's going to be a lot of last minute stuff. But doing last minute in these times uh, is very difficult. Yeah, you have to like get on Amazon now. <laughs> and if, hope, and if, hope that you get it by Thursday. Yeah, if. You can't Wait, order anything just, difficult. Yeah. You got to oh, order. Yeah, no. you, and you have to order something that complies with the, like speedy delivery. Paper towels. Light bulbs. Yeah, light bulbs. Don't get, me, don't get me started on light bulbs. Please Why? don't say light bulbs on the radio. Why? Because we have no light bulbs left in the hallway. Go on Amazon. I know, I know, but I was supposed to have done this days ago. And why didn't you? I, why don't people not do anything? Yeah, but you're at I home I got busy all day. doing nothing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're honest. Right? <laughs> yeah. I got busy doing nothing, uh-huh. and then I didn't get light bulbs, uh-huh. and... I was in the office yesterday, and I saw Catherine flick the light on in the hallway. <gasps> and you were like, oh, crap. No, it was even worse, because out of the corner of my eye, uh-huh. what I saw was the very last bulb in the hallway go on and then off. Uh-huh. And then she was like, Roz? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know, I know, oh. I know. She's like, you know what? I'm like, what do you think? She's like, uh-huh. And I'm like, I'll do it tomorrow. What time was this at? This? Nine? Why don't you just do it on your phone at that time? Do what on my phone? Order the damn light bulbs. Nobody knows how to order light bulbs on their phone. Don't be ridiculous. Yes, I'm going to steal them from work. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. It is May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, Tuesday. And the day lines up perfectly. This date and day lines up perfectly. It's like when... Certain days of the year line up the best that they could. Christmas, if it falls on a Friday or a Monday, it's amazing. If Halloween falls on a Friday or a Saturday, amazing. If Canada Day falls on either a Thursday, Friday, or Monday, amazing. Truth. Cinco de Mayo falling on a Tuesday is amazing, (laughs) especially in LeBron James's house. Because okay. if you follow them on social, every Tuesday, they do Taco Tuesdays at home. Right. And then he's got the quote. Some, yeah. 
the Taco Tuesday quote that he always screams out. So you know they're turning up extra today. Because it's Taco Tuesday! It's Taco Tuesday! been doing this for a while and mm-hmm. it took off and Lil John ended up coming out with a song called Taco Tuesday. Okay. Not that long ago. You ready to eat some tacos, bro? You ready to eat some tacos, bro? Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> I love this song so much, dude. So the reason why I bring this up is because not only do we have a Lil John Taco Tuesday song, yeah. but there's another Taco Tuesday song that was released. Can I just say quickly before we get to that, that uh, the only thing that I dislike about all of this is that LeBron James tried to trademark Taco Tuesday. Like it was his own. Like he's the one who thought of it. Like no, he's Taco the, Tuesday he's, is from the Lego movie. Well, even before that. Well, I knew of it more popularly from yeah. the Lego but movie. Don't you remember last one. year when he was denied? Oh, yeah. Because it's stupid. You can't trademark that. No, it's not. It's you. It's not yours, man. So let me introduce you to a new Taco Tuesday song that's just called Taco Tuesday. Okay, fair enough. By Migos. No. Yes. Really? Yes. And they use the LeBron quote in there. So I listened to this a few times this morning. Yeah. And at first I was like, this is so dumb. But the more and more I listen to it, yeah. much like a lot of Migos songs, I start digging it. My name Jose. It's a long line at the doorway. Did he just run Jose with doorway? Yeah. Okay. Genius, right? Just checking. The happy single to bio, everybody. What you're hearing right now is brand new music from Migos. It's called Taco Tuesday. Okay, now, underlay, underlay. Underlay the money, make money, wait, elevate, elevate. Right? I like it. Turn it up on your Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Update. Hey, Justin, welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you today? Hey, not too bad. How are you guys? Doing good. Now, we talked to you back in uh, in December. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while now. Uh, so, you wrote us this back in December that uh, you and your girlfriend that you had been together for three years and you guys were no longer intimate. It was like non-existent. You said that you understand that this happens. Uh, also, she's not a very touchy person to begin with and has had a hard time with showing emotion, which sucks for you because you easily show emotion and uh, you do so a lot. So, I remember this conversation conversation very well especially with dealing with intimacy issues and i think one of the things we talked about was to not treat this like a her problem and that it was a a problem for both of you uh to not sort of isolate her or make her feel alienated but but really it's it's rarely about the actual physical intimacy when 
everything stops and it's more there's something there's some other reason and it's figuring out that reason together and then sort of going back to the basics of intimacy so how are you guys now well we're, it's still a process like we're still working on it and, but there there was something you said last time and it's not it's not as much as doing like bigger gestures it's all the little stuff that you said yeah like sitting on the couch beside each other not touching but beside each other was one of the big things yeah and it turns out that that's kind of that's more of the stuff that she, I guess, that she receives well. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, she's into it. Yeah. Just yeah, having so the company was, there with the phones down, exactly. obviously. Yeah. 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 So watch a movie, play video games, or whatever. But as long as we're doing the same thing and chatting about it, that's that's more what she receives well. Oh, okay. So she was just missing out on hanging out with you, really, is what it sounds like, right? Like, just spending time together. Didn't matter what it was, just as long as you guys are doing it together. All right, that's great. Yeah, and in turn, the, the, uh, the intimacy came back with, uh, with changing that, too. Oh, wow, that's great, dude. Yeah. It's so great. It's so great to hear, and I'm, I'm with you, and I often am the one who forgets the little things in, in my relationship. Yeah. And that is when we're lo- when we're just sitting around on the couch and you're exhausted and everything else, that doesn't mean that you can't be intimate. And I don't mean it like intimate, but I really, yeah, yeah. I really enjoy sitting on the couch while Catherine's lying down and she just throws her legs across my lap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like to me, yeah. to me, that's fine. And I'm, and I'm the guilty one. I rarely instigate that. Catherine will be lying down and she'll always look at me and go, what do you doing way over there and i'm always like oh god yeah you're right you're right you're right and then i scooch over lie down put my head on her lap cuddle a little bit whatever it's not going to lead to anything but it's those moments of just being physical with each other uh that are so huge they're huge to a relationship so that's exactly what it was she was looking from you right yeah exactly it's just i I guess i wasn't putting enough on my end which which is fixed now but like i said it's still a process right we're still working through it yeah right and how's it been being at home together during the the self-isolation working from home well funny enough we're actually both still essential oh are you really (laughs) yeah i work at canada post and she works at kfc oh come on (laughs) And you got the perfect combo, bro. Hey, yo, free chicken all day. Dude, I dated a girl named Lisa in high school. I've told this Uh story many times. I dated a a girl named Lisa in high school who worked at a KFC. And, oh, my God, grade 11. First of all, I gained about 16 pounds. Uh, But but, but, but grade 11 was the best because every time she finished work, I would go and pick her up. And she would take... Every piece of chicken that was left, not sold, stick it in a bucket and bring it home. And I ate KFC every night at like 1030 for a year. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So unhealthy for many, many reasons. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Justin, uh, it was great talking to you. We're so happy that things between you and your girlfriend are, are getting back on track. It is a process, but just keep at it, bro. Absolutely. I appreciate it, guys. Hey, the best. You, does, you, uh, does your girl bring home like that KFC gravy too? Uh, we we kind of stick away from the gravy. Uh, it's always the tendies though. Oh. <laughs> I'm telling you though, one, at least once a week, man. Once a week, a little tub of gravy and you're oh, good. It's oh. so good, man. So good. You pour that on a big crunch sandwich. Oh. Mm. Oh, Ooh, now we're talking. Yeah, so good. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, Justin, you take care, bro. Easy, guys. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. The 
Let's go, Blue Jays. Everyone stay at home. Uh, a lot of the talk today is when... Uh, Jeez, man, I don't even know. When sport's coming back? I know. That's it. Will we get the rest of a Raptors season? Will we get the rest of a Leafs season? When will the Jays start? When will baseball start? President and CEO of the Toronto Blue Jays, your Toronto Blue Jays, Mark Shapiro. It's Ross Boca. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing all right. I'm not quite as up as you guys. I need whatever is in your coffee. Yeah, true true (laughs) that. How is it going with you, uh, with the family? I know you got two teenagers at home. What's up? Uh, what's isolation been like for you? Um, hold up in a moderate, modest home with two teenage kids that don't expect to be home and you don't expect to see more than just passing uh, in the wind. Uh, it's been interesting. The silver lining is I've had far more time with a 15-year-old young woman and a 17-year-old young man than I would ever normally get. Uh, but, you know, it's a normal challenge every family has. These guys want to get out. They want to do things, and they're accepting of the circumstance and situation, but they're certainly, like everybody, being denied some of the normal uh, fun of youth. Are they are they baseball fans? Are they Jays fans? Do you have those kinds of kids where they actually enjoy what you do and are interested in what you do? My son has grown up around the game. Part of the bond for me with baseball is my bond around the game with my dad. My son, from the time he was... Three days old has been in a ballpark with me, and he has a baseball rat. He's being recruited to play at university level and is a very good player. So he likes to be around the game. He's not a fan of me, for sure. <laughs> uh, he, he, he prides himself He prides himself in humbling me and is probably harsher than every Twitter critic out there. Uh, but, no, he's a fan of the game, and he's a fan of the Jays. Of, he, I think there's certain players that represent the values he appreciates, and he, he loves the game, so that's great for me. Um, we imagine you're daily on, on the phone with, uh, with folks from the MLB. You know, the big question is, you know, what are your conversations regarding the Toronto Blue Jays, and when can we see them back in action? Or, like, what are next steps for you guys? It's about what you'd expect because it mirrors what we see in the news every day and what you heard from Premier Ford. It, and it really plays off of public health. Uh, we feel a sense of urgency to play baseball. We feel like playing the game again for all the fans across Canada and in Toronto would be part of a great return to normalcy and a right of spring and summer. But uh, we feel the necessity to yield to public health and not do anything that jeopardizes most importantly, our fans, but also our players and our staff. So we're kind of we have we have uh, scenarios where we're playing in Toronto in front of no fans, playing scenarios where we're playing in Florida or Arizona. We're we've, we're on every direction you could ever imagine. Uh, the idea of playing in front of no fans, and whether it be baseball, basketball, or or hockey, fans think that if they're loud enough, they can change the direction of a game. You know, they can pump their team up and, you know, get a rally, get that extra run, whatever it may be. Uh, how different does it actually change the game in your eyes? And do you do you adjust if you have to play without fans? <laughs> I hope to let you know. There's only that game in Baltimore. There's only that game in Baltimore. And certainly early in my career in Cleveland, it certainly appeared we were playing in front of no fans, except when we played the Blue Jays, by the way, because all the Toronto fans came down. That was, the, that was the Indians of Major League, so believe me. I, I, I know what it's like to play in front of no fans. No, I, anyone that was here in 15 and 16, guys, knows that fans can change a game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's, it's absolutely possible. You could. I had a great conversation with Michael Bradley 
of TFC who told me they were playing in a playoff game the same night that the bat flip happened and you could hear the roof lift off and wow. you could hear the, the vibration in the ground over a BMO field. So fans can change a game. But and I think it's just a trade off, right? Like we don't want to play in front of no fans, but we want to play baseball right. for our fans and for all of Canada. And if the path back is a compromise, if the path back is playing in front of no fans until we can safely play in front of fans, then that's what we'll do. Playing in front of, I know it's not preferred for sure uh, yeah. from your standpoint, but also from our standpoint, but playing without fans for the safety of everyone, does that also mean that players in the bullpen would also have to social distance during the game time as well? Like, how would that work? Yeah, so there's a a very detailed health protocol that will be established that I can tell you has not been yet. I think the goal is to have that, what that would look like next week. Interestingly enough, in, in South Korea, they're playing now uh, games, and we can learn a lot from how they've returned, although it's a very different society. But yeah, I mean, handshakes are going to be different. Spitting is going to be different, which is oh, a, man, a very so natural act for a baseball player. No more slaps on the butt either. <laughs> that's right. Well, <laughs> I, I guess the butt's probably okay. That's probably the best but, place uh, to do it now. You're right. <laughs> uh, from home plate to your plate, 100% of the proceeds benefiting Food Banks Canada. Talk to us about this real quick. Yeah, I mean, I think we feel as a professional sports organization incredibly fortunate that this is our life's work. And I think that part of what comes with that is not just an opportunity, but a responsibility to positively impact our community. And in this case, you know, our fans. So we really felt like the, the, the common challenge that we're all facing in this case, the community is all of Canada and all of really humanity uh, has placed so many people in a hardship situation, and we're just doing our best to leverage that to bring food to people who need it most, a lot of whom are our fans. President and CEO of the Toronto Blue Jays, Mark Shapiro, thank you very much for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show. We appreciate it, man. Always good, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, Timothy, what's up, dude? I'm not bad, Mocha. How are you? Good, man. All right. We're going to try to fix your life, bro. That's good. Okay, so Timothy, you wrote this. Uh, hey, Razamoka, fix my life. I know of this girl for some time now. However, I've been friend-zoned. Uh, we didn't really talk or know much of each other until three summers ago when we met in Hong Kong. We went out a couple of times. We both are the shy type. I confessed with a visual drawing, but got rejected. I need to know what that's on that drawing, man. Uh, friends have been telling me to move on and don't talk to her. We've been communicating since on Facebook and Instagram. It's very hard to move on when I'm the kind of guy that is very persistent. I don't like to give up. I want to get uh, another try to let her know that I still have feelings for her. So first of all, when you tried to woo her with a drawing, what was on the drawing? It was just really just cartoons like representing uh, me and her and asking her to be my Valentine. I did, um, like I sent the drawing on uh, February uh, 14, 2018. And what did she say? Well, she said like she had a boyfriend recently and she told me like not to tell anyone just to keep it like between me and her how old are you man i'm 28 so you like this girl you've been friend zoned you'd said right yeah does Wait, she, where where does she live uh she lives in downtown toronto with her parents oh okay so when you said that you guys met in hong kong was it just like by fluke that you were both there and you're from the same place or 
you both knew that you were going there at the same time. Well, um, actually, I went back to Hong Kong like after my graduation, and she was there for exchange. Like we know each other, like maybe like back when we were like young. So this girl knows how you feel, right? Yeah. Okay, and she has said that she's not interested, right? Yes. You gotta walk away. Don't walk away. Yep. I've been talking to her like since like. I know, but here's the here's the thing, though. Okay, is that it, it, the kind people who she may like you, and you may have been friend zoned, and she may find you interesting, she may find you witty, she may find you a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. But but the problem is this: is that when you are dealing with somebody like that who has just like a good heart, and you let them know, and you, it's a big jump, man, making that leap to tell somebody you you like them or to draw them something or make them something and say, hey, you want to be my girlfriend? That's a big risky leap and I always respect anybody for making that leap but when you make that leap and she says no and then maybe says hey can we still be friends um, when you guys start talking again on Instagram and everything else that is not the door for you to then try again because you're so persistent Timothy are you the one that's always initiating the conversation or does she also message you on Instagram to start a convo or on Facebook it's mostly me I guess yeah, yeah man yeah, you have to, uh, she already, she said no. And there, there's there's no other sort of ways that you can try this because it's just not there. Uh, she said no, but yet, you know, she's still talking to you on Facebook. That just to me says that there, there's something about you that she does like. She just doesn't want to be your girlfriend, man. So I'm sorry, do you think I should like stop messaging her? Or just, like... Well, that's a that's another conversation. Do you like this girl in, in your life? Can can you can you maintain a relationship where you just every now and then message on Instagram, or is it going to constantly bother you because you're so in love with her? I think it's a mix of both. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would maybe take a break then. Yeah, take a break. If you don't message her for a couple of days on Instagram or on Facebook, does she reach out to you and say, "Hey, Timothy, where you been? I haven't heard from you in a while." Uh, I think there's twice. Mm. In three years, twice in three years. Bro, she doesn't like you, man. Yeah, not like that anyway. You're going to have to walk away from this situation. It's better for everybody. Yeah, and stop stop checking out her stuff on Instagram and Facebook and everything else. Because that's... that's, It'll just hurt you more. Yeah, and also it's weird, you know? It's weird because you just you, you then you start fantasizing, you know, oh, I wish she was my girl. It's 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 not a good place to be. You got to just what you got to walk away. The girl said no. Okay. Yeah. All right. What are you going to do, Timothy? Well, I'm trying to like no, not you, look at her. Uh, yeah, Timothy. Yeah, yeah. Clean say break, this. buddy. Say I'm going to walk away. I'm going to walk away. Timothy, yeah. what are you going to do? I'm going to walk away. All right. All right. Good. Okay. 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 All right, buddy. Take care. Take care. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I wonder what's inside your butthole. Wow. Uh, I think we screwed a lot of people up yesterday. So Why? We, we have to revisit something because we played the song, I Wonder What's Inside Your Butthole. And I made the mistake of going home yesterday and talking to Catherine going, hey, did you hear that song, What's Inside Your Butthole? And Catherine immediately goes, no. And the answer is poop. And I go... <laughs> And I go, no, 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 but it's like a cute song. She's like, I don't need to hear a song about buttholes. I'm like, no, 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 but you got to. So I'm going to say this, okay? We're going to play it for you again because I've had what's inside your butthole stuck inside my head now for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So you need to figure out a better way to introduce this song to the other people in your life. I would recommend not saying or not starting with, did you hear that song, what's inside your butthole? I wonder what's inside your butthole. 
So, so yeah, you have to say what it was, which was a kid who didn't want to go to bed. And she was stalling, and she created this song that she was singing to her parents. Right. Called, I wonder what's inside your butthole. Right. So, so don't just say, hey, did you hear the butthole song and what's inside it? <laughs> like don't don't start that way say hey did you see the video with that cute kid who didn't want to go to bed and then everybody's gonna go oh no i didn't and you're gonna go yeah and then she made up a song called what's inside your butthole but the best part about all of this is the remix because i've had this remix of what's inside your butthole like stuck in my head it is out of all the sort of viral videos that have happened in the last little while and a remix that came out of it right this to me is right up there with speaking moistly oh wow and mocha show podcast i'm watching a video of uh something that we shot yesterday remember yesterday when maury came in with his hair all in a mohawk yeah hey maury come in here for a second i'm worried about you uh-oh hey a a what this is the first time you've ever called me and didn't say my love i know so i'm, I'm worried about you I was, I'm, I'm legit worried about you what happened wait <laughs> let me look Hey, you okay turn to your side no. other side okay no, What's wrong with them? I'm I'm worried about you because I know that <gasps> I know what it is. I know that you and Can Matthew are going through some serious stress at home during self isolation, right? Yeah. I know you've been sleeping on the couch for how long now? Uh, two months. Two months now, and I'm watching the video because I wanted to laugh. So I watched the video that we did of Maury yesterday when he showed up with his hair in a mohawk. Yeah, and you're wearing the same shirt today that you wore yesterday. So I'm worried that you are not sleeping at home. Okay, so yeah. I knew you were going to say that. Okay. Because, like, I put my clothes now in the bathroom in the sink <laughs> so that the dog doesn't get to it. Before you continue on the story, is everything okay at home? No. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. okay. So, like, no. All the clothes go in the bathroom sink. Everything, socks, underwear, I shove it in the sink. Okay. Why? So the well A so it's there for me B so that he doesn't run around with my underwear again. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. okay. So Where do you, you typically leave all your clothes? Like uh, on the couch. Okay. Huh. So okay, so you're cl- but get to why you're wearing the same shirt two days in a row. Oh, because this I forgot to shove a shirt in the sink. So I went to the hamper and grabbed the same shirt that I wore because I'm like, well, what the hell am I supposed to do? Okay, because you look at you today, right, with your hair today and wearing the same shirt. It looks like you slept in the car in the parking garage. <laughs> I almost did. Okay, also, why are you so gassy? <laughs> and I have a question. Did you blow dry your hair today? No. Because it looked quite different from when you normally don't do anything to your hair and it's at length. Oh, because there was a 
crap ton of stuff in it yesterday. It's because of the Mohawk oh, yesterday, so he so had to do a deep clean. Oh, okay, so you had to do like shampoo and stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, oh my so God. no cost worry. I don't care you wear the same shirt two days in a row. That makes no difference to me. And I just, you're talking to the same guy that wears the same underwear seven days straight. That's what I mean. No, 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 because I was just worried that he wasn't, that he didn't sleep at oh. home last night. You very much look like the guy who slept at the office because there's rough times at home. Would you believe if I said that's the look I'm going for? <laughs> <laughs> Would I believe it? Hell yeah. <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So much went on this week. A lot. A lot. Uh, so we might as well do this. Hey, Mocha, you ready? Uh huh. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Uh, Anderson Cooper making a big announcement on his show last night. On Monday, I became a father never actually said that before out loud, and it still kind of astonishes me. I'm a dad, I have a son, and I want you to meet him. This is Wyatt Cooper. He is three days old. He's named after my dad, who died when I was 10 years old. I hope I can be as good a dad as he was. My son's middle name is Morgan, which is a family name on my mom's side. I know my mom and dad liked the name Morgan because while I was going through her things recently, I found a list they'd made 52 years ago when they were trying to think of names for me. Morgan was on the list. So that's Wyatt Morgan Cooper, my son. He was <laughs> he was 7.2 pounds at birth, and he is sweet and soft and healthy, and I am beyond happy. I do wish my mom and my dad and my brother Carter were alive to meet Wyatt, but I like to believe that they can see him. I imagine them all together, arms around each other, smiling and laughing and watching, looking down. Doesn't it it remind you of when Maury read that letter from his dad about his dog? (laughs) (laughs) My son, as soon as Anderson Cooper said that, I was like, oh my God, it's Maury in the dog letter. (laughs) Because what was that? That was the email from your dad, right? The text from your dad? Right. Hold on here. here. You guys are going to have a lot of fun and enjoyment. Anyways, have a good time creating enjoyable new memories. Muscle Tuff, Dad, a.k.a. Grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) I never thought I'd hear him say that. And he's my son. <laughs> I just want to be a good dad. Congratulations, Anderson Cooper. Back in March. How do you feel knowing that that dog hates you, Mark? I know. After all that. I know. After all that oh, now man. the dog hates Mark. He hates him. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I love it. Uh, Gigi Hadid confirmed uh, pregnant by her own mom. Her mom is the one that uh, sort of took over and made the announcement publicly publicly on social media. So uh, Gigi was on with Fallon last night to talk. Obviously, um, you know, we, we wish we could have announced it on our own terms, but we're very <laughs> excited and, and happy and grateful for everyone's well wishes and support. Has it's, Zane said anything? No, no, no. He hasn't no, tweeted no, or no, no, no. anything on IG? It's good to know that everybody's mom is so busy, huh? 
You yeah. know what I mean? Even when you're Gigi Hadid and Zayn. She's so excited, though. Right? It's so busy. Like, you just, like, the it's always the mom, right? The yeah. mom's going to, like, Slip be the up. first to, to, to say it publicly. That's my grandchild. Yeah. How, d- how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> uh, as a number of provinces begin the process of reopening, uh, a new poll shows that less than half Canadians are wearing masks and gloves when they go out in public. The uh, poll conducted for the Globe and Mail finds 57% of respondents reported not wearing masks and gloves when they leave the house. Hmm. It's not good. And, you wear uh, a mask, right? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. My problem, my face is so big right. that the mask, you know when, you know on like uh, Too Hot to Handle how all the, the ladies' bikinis looked a little bit too small and that's why you saw a lot of underboob? Right. That's what it looks like on my face. You see my whole chin. You got and then, it, and then it rides up on me. So it just oh. so then then I like I like I was carrying two things. I wore a mask the other day, and I had I had bags in my hands, yeah. right? And I had a mask on, and as I was walking, I'm breathing because I find it very difficult to breathe in these masks. Yeah. So my mouth is open a little, right? And then the mask starts riding up on me, and I can't fix it. So I'm the guy walking through the parking lot with a COVID mask just on my nose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right? Everyone's like, look at that winner over yeah. there. Not even know how to use a mask. No, right? no. <laughs> so I need like extra large because I get a big face. <laughs> All right, what are you gonna do? Uh, Tom Hanks surprised students with an inspiring message during graduation. Uh, I, I guess this was not. They didn't know it was going to happen, but students at Wright State University in Dayton, Ohio. Um, received this from Tom Hanks. You succeeded mostly because you and you alone chose to do so. You are the chosen ones. You are the chosen ones because of a fate unimagined when you began your right state adventures. You started in the olden times and the world back before the great pandemic of 2020. You will talk of those earlier years in your lives just that way. Well, that was back before the COVID-19. That was before the great pandemic. Part of your lives will forever be identified as before. In the same way other generations tell time like, well, that was before the war, or that was before the internet, or that was before Beyonce. The word before is going to carry great weight. Today, you mark your graduation, which has come during, during the restructuring of time and of science. Seriously, though, what's wrong with my hair, Moore? I don't see anything wrong with it. I'm staring at it right fine. now. fine. Moore's just being a hater. I don't know. Uh, Adam Lambert and Christina Aguilera had like a full tour plan this summer. What? Yeah. So oh, it wow. was it was a tour. The tour just got canceled, but it hadn't even yet been announced. That sucks. Right? Hey, everyone, we'd like to announce this. <laughs> yeah. Also, we'd like to announce that it's canceled. <laughs> I know. That's that sucks. Really, I, it's really unfortunate, huh? Uh, here's your chance to hang with six Avengers virtually. Chris Evans is assembling the Avengers for the All In Challenge. Yeah, uh, he's hosting here. a virtual hangout with Robert Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson, Mark Ruffalo, and Jeremy Renner. No. The winner will get a private Q and A, and will play a game like Scategories or something with him. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just make that up, or was that no? In the no, I don't know. In the I, don't, description. I don't know. Could be cards, could, could be cards against humanity for all I know. Oh, that'd but, be so right. Dope. I'm down. I'm down. This is Chris Evans. Hey everyone, Chris Evans here. Uh, I am accepting the All In Challenge. I was challenged by Chris Pratt. Uh, this is a great cause. This helps get food to people who are in need during this uh, this COVID nightmare. So I am very happy to be doing this. Here's what I can offer. 
a virtual hangout with me and five of my closest friends named Robert Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson, Mark Ruffalo, and Jeremy Renner. We can do a uh, private Q&A. You can ask us anything. We'll spill the beans. Uh, then maybe some games. I would recommend Scategories. Yeah. Getting pretty good at that. Been doing a lot of that lately. We can figure that out. Right? Is Captain America from Boston? Uh, I don't know where he's from. I don't know where Chris Evans is from. Like, he's got a very strong he does. Yeah, 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 Boston yeah, yeah, accent. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. he was just putting it on for that Super Bowl commercial no. that he was in recently. <laughs> no, where's he from? Boston? He's from Boston, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you could yeah. tell. Listen yeah. to his voice. Yeah. Hey, everyone, Chris Evans here. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, I know. Sounds like Marky Mark. He totally yeah. does. <laughs> <laughs> um, so these, I don't know who these guys are, these it, it, pranksters. They Carol Baskin from Tiger King is like the only person who has not done any media or interviews surrounding that because they know they're going to ask her about her missing slash dead. I fed my husband to the Tigers story. And these pranksters wrote her and they put this elaborate scheme together where they invited her on. Uh, to do an interview with Jimmy Fallon, only there was no interview with Jimmy Fallon. And what these guys had done was they took clips of Jimmy Fallon interviewing other people, put them on a big <gasps> soundboard on an iPad, and just started firing them off one at a time. And she agreed to do the interview with them for the first time. She had never done an interview before. Wow. And... They agreed that they wouldn't ask about the dead husband and because the guys who put this video together were like, which is great because we don't actually have any clips of Jimmy Fallon asking anybody else about their dead husband. <laughs> but we have, so, dead husband. <laughs> so we have lots of clips about other things. So this is how the interview went down. Big smiles in five, four, three, two, one. Thank you so much for being on our show. We appreciate it. We love you. How are you? I'm doing great. My daughter, Jamie, suggested that I do this interview with you, so she says hi. Are you with family now, or are you by yourself? My husband and I live about five miles from the sanctuary, and my daughter lives next door to us. And so my daughter and I still come into the sanctuary every day because we have to take care of all of the big cats here. Thank you so much for coming on our show. It means a lot to so many millions of people watching the show. Thank you so much. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great troll job. Great yeah. troll job. So, uh, so they got her. Uh, Christopher so. Maloney is uh, set to actually guest star in Law & Order SVU in their 22nd season. So he left years ago and said, I will never be back, you sons of... Um, Did he not like them? Like, I don't know. Or, I don't think he left on great terms. Or was he just like It's it. all money. Oh, okay. It all came down to money. And, uh, Didn't they give him his own show, though? They did now. So now yeah. they gave him his own show. And he's also going to go and do, I guess, like a crossover episode. Because as fans, we all love crossover episodes. Station 19. Um, wow. <laughs> I'm going to call them out like that. <laughs> right? <laughs> Stop trying to make Station 19 happen. It's a Grey's ruiner, okay? Uh, so he actually is going to appear in Law & Order SVU, so I guess to kick off his new, his uh, new show. So good for fans. I want to get into something right now for Star Wars Day and May the 4th. Okay. And that is C-3PO's silver leg. Oh, God, here we go. Yeah, I what? know exactly where you're going with this. So I started reading about this on Friday, and... I was like, there's no way I'm being trolled here. And then I went and I found all the evidence to support it. And it is in fact true. And it's one of those Mandela effect things where certain people will just remember things a different way completely. Mm -hmm. And that is 
The story is that C-3PO's right leg is silver. His whole rest of his body is gold, but C-3PO's right leg is silver. Yeah. It's very subtle, though. But it's still silver. Absolutely. And I fought against this all weekend. Anytime I had a minute, I'm Googling 3PO silver leg. Yeah. All weekend. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's how you your weekend? Yes. Alex, you were doing it indoors. Thank you for that, by You're the way. welcome for that. <laughs> Thank no, you for not going to see the, Thank the, you. the cherry blossoms. Thank you. I think or go I'm, kick it at any parks. Right. I think that Catherine was about to lie and snitch on me for being outside with a lot of friends because she just wanted to stop me from doing that. <laughs> <laughs> your Google search history so is wild. So did C-3PO have a silver leg? Yes, That is the question. Yes, he did. Yes, C-3PO has a silver leg. And I was like, there's no way. And then I had to go digging and I found this. Let me play you this right now. Oh, okay. For anybody who doesn't believe that C-3PO had a silver leg. Now, did the toys have a silver leg? That I don't know. No. I don't know. Maury I can't says no. That. You say no, Maury does not. Maury says that the toys did not have a silver leg. But yeah, C-3PO from the knee down, his right leg is silver. And I'm like, hell no. And then apparently it Mandela is because effect. this is Anthony Daniels. He always had silver, but one of the... Start again? Yeah. He always had silver, but one of the, the issues was that the silver leg actually always reflected other things. It would reflect the gold leg and it would reflect it in the desert. So it, it acted more as a mirror. And even the stills photographer, uh, uh, John Jay, came up to me one day and said, why are you wearing a silver leg today? Now, he was the stills photographer all the time and he hadn't noticed. So uh, we went one stage further or JJ decided, let's make him notice. Right, so he did have, 3PO's always had a silver leg. Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. Yeah. I had no idea. Mandela effect. I had no idea. Now I see it all the time. Yeah. Once you know it's there. Yeah. I start thinking that you search for one of these things and then all of a sudden that the internet finds out and then they just revert you to all the things in that world. Right, like I could have probably looked up a thousand pictures of C three PO with a gold right leg, but as soon as I Google, that's all three PO have a silver leg. Now mm-hmm. that is all I will ever see. I get filtered into the silver leg universe. Yeah, murder hornets are here. Sorry, what? Murder hornets. What the hell are murder hornets? They've been popping up in Washington State, and murder hornets are Japanese hornets that annihilate bee colonies. Yeah. And if enough of them sting a person, like, you will die. They're two inches long. That is disgusting. That is so disgusting. How does something like that even exist? They're two, they grow between, keep it this way, okay. So a regular-sized hornet can get up to, like, like a 0.5 of an inch, right? Like half inch. Yeah. Murder hornets are between 1.5 and 2 inches long. Why do they have to give it a name, murder hornet? Because that's the what they do. They they destroy bees. They bite so, the heads off bees. You're telling me I got to worry about coronavirus and and now murder hornets? Yeah. Did you did you you ever watch that guy? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Coyote Peterson on YouTube? No. So it's a guy named Coyote Peterson, and he allows himself to get like bit by things and stung by things. Don't tell me he got bit by one right? of these things. Yeah, I'll play it for you right now. So listen to this. This is Coyote Peterson describing what it is like. He was willing to risk his life for this? Yeah. For something called a murder hornet. Yeah, this is what the man does for a living, okay? So this is Coyote <sighs> Peterson now getting bit by a murder hornet. Listen to his reaction. I haven't been this nervous since the tarantula hawk. Sure you want to do this? Yeah, there's no turning back now. All right, you guys ready? Ready if you are. I'm Coyote Peterson, and I'm about to enter the sting zone with 
Japanese giant hornet. Get out of here. One. Two. No. Here we go. No. Three. Puts it on his arm. Yeah. Oh, this thing just stuck in my arm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> He's on the ground. His hand is limp by his side. Ooh. How bad is it? Oh, man. Wave of dizziness really quick. Oh, no. Ah. Oh. oh, searing pain. Oh. Absolute searing pain. Oh. There's where the steering went in right there. Did you not see how slow this thing was? Oh. Holy. Oh, my God. Risking it oh all, huh? Wait. Gosh. Wait. I know it's tough to describe it. You gotta describe it for me. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. My hand is completely seized up and locked in place. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> okay, so coronavirus so, and that. Coronavirus meet murder hornets. Murder hornets meet coronavirus. Uh, Elon Musk and Grimes had their kid. Baby boy. Him Tesla. No, so a fan had asked what the name was, mm. and what Elon Musk wrote back was X A E A dash twelve Musk. <laughs> Hold on, let me write this down. X. I don't know what this A E thing is. I don't know. It's like an A and an E combined. I think it's one of the part of Grimes' album. I think isn't that what she called her album? X A E. Something like that. Yeah. So it's it's and I don't know what that symbol's called. It's an it's an A attached to an E. But like the A is like leaning over. I don't I don't know what that symbol's called. I don't know what it is. I don't even know how you say that. I don't even know if it's a thing. Like so, the ampersand sign? Like that actually has a name. X but we just a call it at E dash. What? Oh. So it's X A E A dash twelve. Yeah. Now I know he's probably just goofing because nobody would do that to a child. Because that's a that's a oh. product number, not a name. Zia twelve. What? Zia twelve. Oh, Zia twelve. Dog. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, my bad. Forget about it. You know that this is uh, Elon Musk's sixth son. What? Yeah. He's five of the kids. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Well, four because yeah, but he's got five. Yeah, yeah. This is sixth son. It's what? Grimes' first kid. Wow. Yeah, he's I had not no even idea. fifty yet. He's only like forty-eight, I think, forty-eight or forty-nine. All right, Elon. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Nicholas Cage is set to star as Joe Exotic in a new scripted Tiger King series. Now, this is different than the Tiger King series starring Kate McKinnon from Saturday Night Live. What? So, so we're getting two different two, series? yes. Wait, and you said series. So yes. like TV show, not... Correct. Full-length movie. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah, so there's, oh, going, to be, Tiger King. there's going to be two series. Uh, Taika Watiki is set to direct a new Star Wars film. I'm down. They I announced love it. that yesterday. He's okay really good. Yeah, he He's is. He's really good. Uh, did you see Jojo Rabbit? I have not. Jojo Rabbit's really good. Yeah, but Thor, and keep remember, because I know a lot of people were going in on him yesterday, but the Thor movies were really the weakest of all of the Marvel movies until he came in. Oh, yeah, Ragnarok and was amazing. Now, now Ragnarok is like among the top. Sorry, I just need to sound smart for just a minute. Yes, Go back please, to the Elon Mark. Musk story. Yes. So the AE combined. What does that say? How is It's a literature short form for Ash. Ash. So, so they're wondering if the baby name is... Ash. Ash. Yeah. So the baby, so they said it's X Ash A 12. X Ash A 12. 
Exash 12. Exash 12. This is like bumper stumpers. Maury, you're good at this game. Exash A12. X is 10, right? I don't know. You tell oh, me. Man, you think he's going like you think he's going Ash symbol and Roman numerals in the same name? <laughs> that's too much. No, that's, that's too futuristic Bro, for me. We can't do that. Like your next no, level I don't smart. think he's naming it that. I think he's giving us a clue, and we oh. have to decipher it. Guess what? You only decipher it if you care. Uh, <laughs> I, it's for real, man. Don't make me work that hard. Okay, I just want to know what your baby's name is. It's cute. <laughs> There was a video of a woman in a store in America wearing a surgical mask, like a COVID mask. Mm-hmm. And right in the front of it, there was a hole cut. Where? Vertically. So you can see her nose and her mouth. Okay. So she's wearing the mask for safety. Yes. But then there's a big hole cut right in the middle of it. That it just exposes just her nose and her mouth. And here the part, was... that, the part that you're supposed to keep safe. Yes, so right. here's the clip. How are you doing? Pretty good. I need to know from one, please. Uh, where'd you get that mask from? Well, since we have to wear them, it makes it harder to breathe. It just makes it a lot easier to breathe. I'm cutting it? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do that too. Thanks for the advice. Like, you okay. might as well just put rubber bands around your ears. Thank you. You know what I mean? <laughs> you should idiot. cut the mask to make it easier to breathe. <laughs> you idiot. Come on now. Uh, so there's apparently a Too Hot to Handle reunion show coming to Netflix. <gasps> oh, yeah. Dropping Friday, May 8th. It's called... That's this Friday. Yeah. It's called Extra Hot, the reunion. Ooh. <laughs> it will virtually bring together all the fan favorites, they say, from the show. So I guess that this was uh, done before COVID happened. Fan favorites? So does that mean not all of them? Um, I don't know. What was the blonde that ended up leaving? Or does she didn't leave? Like she, Lana kicked her out. Spoiler alert. The one oh, that kissed yeah. Francesca. I, that I don't know. I wonder if she's going to be on it. Yeah. Because she just hated everybody. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I, that I don't know. Is the Jesus guy going to be on it too? I'm sure he will. Yeah. He's a fan favorite, I'd right. say. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Uh, so anyway, so there you go. So there is, uh, it's yes. called uh, Extra Hot, The Reunion. Uh, that drops on Friday, which I is kind of cool. Wait. Today's a huge anniversary. I know it's uh, Cinco de Mayo. It is. And I also know that it's Taco Tuesday. It is. But it is also the anniversary. Are you going to give us something to taco about? When Coco Chanel debuted Chanel Number no. Five, so here's the thing about Chanel Number no. Five. Oh, here, okay. here you go. So because I've read her this is biography. Exactly why you're in here, by the way. Uh, no, I read her biography. Yeah. I'm not trying to be funny or silly or funny. Okay. So they laid out ten bottles, and each bottle had a number on it. Okay. So right. the scientists that did all the smells, and Coco Chanel smelled all of them mm-hmm. and picked the one that she liked. She picked bottle number five. They came up with all these different names, and she goes, "Why don't we just call it Number Five? Oh, interesting. Thing. And there you have Chanel. How many, how many bottles five. were there? Ten bottles. There was ten. Yeah. See, Chanel number ten doesn't sound. Maybe it would. Maybe we would just be used to it. Number ten. Yeah. Doesn't sound sexy though. No. Chanel number four sounds like subpar. You know what I mean? Like Chanel number five could be out of five. Like this could be the best Chanel. Yeah. Right. But anyway, high so, five. So the what thing. year okay. did this happen, Mocha? How long Ooh. has Chanel number five been around for? Chanel number five. Oh, I what wish I was year? And there's, and there's a real Coco ago. Chanel, right? Yes. Coco Chanel was, yeah. She was Coco real. Chanel. What year did they debut Chanel number five? You should know this, Mocha. You're married. 1955. No way. 
do you think that this is like what they make straight guys learn before they marry straight women? <laughs> like you have to know like when Chanel, what do you mean you're married? What does that mean? Because like wives love these things. <laughs> uh, yeah, they all do. Uh, what like year? Mocha says 1955. Maury, what do you say? 1928. 1921 oh. is the answer. All right. So Chanel number five. 99 years ago today, Coco Chanel debuted uh, Chanel number five. Like it kills me that I wasn't born earlier. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Leah, how you doing? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, how are you? Doing good. Have you been on the podcast before? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. Maybe you've commented or you've... Uh, Asked a, a lot of questions. I have, actually. Right? Because I recognize your name, your first and last name here. Yes, I have. I've asked quite a few questions. Oh, okay. That's all good, all good. So what is your question you'd like to ask with us on the phone? Uh, my question is, what is one, quote-unquote, old person thing that you guys do? Uh-huh. Oh, how long do we have so that Roz can go down that list? Uh, <laughs> Leah, let's ask you. What's the one old person thing that you do? First of all, how old are you? How old are you? Uh, 38. Okay, so what's the old person thing you do? The old person thing I do is every night before bed, I actually put... Um, Rub A535 on my leg. <laughs> no, you don't. Are you serious? I seriously do, and I don't even think like I need it. I just enjoy the smell at this point, which is very odd. Hey, let so me even ask- when you don't have pain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's more of like the smell is like, oh, okay, I can go to bed now. This smells really good. And my husband hates it. He absolutely yeah. despises it. But, yeah, I think that would be my, my old person thing like I do. My, my parents, when they do with Vicks, yeah. rub Vicks on themselves before they go to bed at night. Really? <laughs> Don't wow. even need it, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'll say, I thought about this All right, everybody other, get comfortable. Shut up, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about this the other day, and it's funny that you asked this, uh, this question. I think that you know you're old when you can wake up in the morning and blow your nose uh-huh. <laughs> without actually being sick. Like where you just wake up from a night's sleep and I'm so congested from just life that I can successfully blow my nose. And like, it's not a dry blow. It's a full wet blow. It's right? a satisfying blow. It's yeah. a satisfying blow and I'm not even sick. And then I don't get congested at any other part of the day. I'm it's fine. a regular I, overnight life yeah. congestion? Yeah. I, so I, I wake up every morning now for about the last maybe year or so. I wake uh-huh. up every morning and I just, I blow my nose and it's not even like, I'm not trying to get like a booger out or anything like this. Like I'm fully congested from just the night. Oh, wow. <laughs> when yeah. you, when you yeah. blow, does it bleed? No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Mine does. Not so, at all. Oh no. Maury, what's the uh, old old person thing that you do? I'm turning into my dad. It, like, f- honestly, I fall asleep on the couch at like 5 p.m. with my arms crossed while watching the news. That's yeah. an old person-y thing True. to do. True, it is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And I microwave my coffee. For some reason, I feel that's an old person thing to do. Microwave your coffee? What do you mean? Like when it, I it gets cold or whatever, it's oh. not finished, I'll put it in the microwave to reheat my coffee. No, see, that's not an old person thing to do. That's a college student thing to do. Really? What I do when my coffee gets cold is I go to the thing, I open up the drawer, I get a pot, I put the pot on the stove, I take my mug of coffee, I pour it into the pot, I put it oh on... Oh my put, God. <laughs> really that put, is a lot. I put it on low, yeah, put it on low, wait till it heats up, pour it out slowly so the milk doesn't burn. Yeah, I do that. Uh, You could probably make another fresh 
for, cup in of less coffee time. Uh-huh. in less time. Yeah. However, you young bastards, that's wasteful. <laughs> also, thank you. Okay, I'm not. I'm not wasting. I'm not wasting a half cup of coffee. A perfectly good cup. No. Oh, wow. I'll add one more to my list. When I'm uh, leaning down to put the harness on my my dog, yeah. I'll put my hand on my back and have to stand up because it hurts. Maury can't put socks on. <laughs> <laughs> that's been for years. <laughs> Maury, Maury, Maury takes a sock but with one hand and tries to lasso it around his big toe. <laughs> and then and then once he captures it, then he leans down and shimmies it on from there. Like oh. he, he can't bend over and put a sock on. I also on. have to scooch to the front of the couch so that my belly doesn't crunch my heart. <laughs> Normally, my belly is like cru- like crushing Are my you, heart. Did you just say that you're too old to sit comfortably? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I have to scooch to the front of the couch so that my legs go downward so that there's more room for everything. <laughs> but what about when you lay down? Oh, that's fine because I'm lying down. Oh, it's when okay. I'm sitting up that everything crunches together and I could feel my belly and my heart fighting for air. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Mocha? Uh, the one old thing that I do, I would have to say it's uh, – I've done this for a while. And I think it's just habit, but my dad did it a lot or still does it is where I put my hands behind my back mm-hmm. and with my right hand I grab my left wrist. Yeah. Gotcha. And a lot of times I will stand at the window and I would look outside that way. <laughs> yeah. Like an old guy. Yeah, like an old guy. Yeah. Just staring. Yeah. Nothing in particular caught my attention. Yeah. But I would just walk over to the window. Yeah. And just like stare in the backyard. And I could be standing there for five minutes, not looking at anything, not thinking about anything. Yeah. Just with one hand grabbing the other. Just a moment of pause. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's what it is. My brother does that. My brother does that same thing. He's become the guy on the street that will just and they're on the second floor too uh my brother is the guy now on the street who'll just stand at their window and just look out at the street right yeah. like like some sort of creeper peeping tom right and i'll be like i'll be like rich so people are gonna think you're a peeping tom he's like no man i'm looking for peeping toms <laughs> and i'm like but people down there but people down there don't know the difference no, not at all. right they don't know you're patrolling yeah they don't know you're on duty right now yeah. they think you're peeping but who looks up he's in the safe zone no he's not no but it's weird when you look up though when you're walking around like the street like there's a lot of normal things you see a sign you see a car you see a dog you see a bird and then when you look up and if you look up and it's like on the second story of a thing there's a guy back Backlit staring down at you yeah. in the middle of the night. That's even worse. Yeah. Right? No, man. Hey, is it an it's old man cool. thing if you can pee standing up without using your hands? Yeah. Uh, my old guys always go hands-free at a urinal, and it's always fascinated me that they don't need to have any sort of extra control other than just taking it out and urinating. Uh, <laughs> like, you'll go into the bathroom oftentimes, and there's old guys where it's just double hand on hip. Like, they go, they walk up, they take it out, and then it's both hands on the hips, and they just pee that way. Is it just because and like I don't years know. of control, like I don't learning know. the accuracy of pointing? Yeah, the stream? I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't know, but I don't know why you wouldn't want to just have that extra little bit of support or security and just, just in case. and just hang on. Like it's, it's like what's the big deal? It's yeah. no, it's no different. I'll add another one. I put my glasses down at the bottom of my nose to be able to see things. Right. You could put nine <laughs> pair of glasses down the bottom of your nose. <laughs> If you wanted to. <laughs> hey, Leah, you can line them up. Thank you so much for your question. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, uh, without a doubt. I'm sorry, but I have to say, Roz is my favorite. Oh, thank you. I love that people say sorry before I know. they say Shut anything. up, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> love you, Leah. Thank you. Love you too, guys. Thanks Later. so much. Bye. Bye-bye. Aaron asks, what's one thing that you're glad you've tried, but you would never, ever do again? Is it something that you've tried? <sighs> roller coasters. Why? Are you Why glad you, you tried it, though? Oh, no, I hate roller coasters. Okay, so you're not roller coasters. <laughs> like, I hate roller coasters. <laughs> no, but what's one thing that you tried and you're like, yeah, no, I'm good. <clears throat> but you're glad you tried. Escargo. Really? You're glad you tried it? Yeah, I mean, Matthew made me try it. I'm like, okay, this is good. Don't need to ever do this again. Yeah. Um, and the squid and what do you call it? Like where there's like... Calamari? Calamari. Yeah. No, thanks. Mm. I know that there is a... I'm trying to think what... Getting mean? married. Oh, wow, really? <laughs> Damn. High five. Thanks. Oh, Maury. <laughs> Yours isn't even over yet, Maury. <laughs> Holy cow. I'm trying to think. I know I ate something recently where I was like, oh, yeah, I'm interested in that. And then I had it and was just like, I'm okay without it in my life. Yeah. Oh, God, what was it? Yeah, I'm trying to think. You can If we went down to food, the, the food road here, you, there's a lot that you could sort of line up oh i know what it is there is a particular like an oat milk or cashew milk or something yeah. that my wife really wanted me to try right in my coffee and i said you know what i love you and mm-hmm. i know we're trying to be healthy and everything mm-hmm. i will try it absolutely i will try it because i know you like it and let me just do this mm-hmm. so i can see what it's like and it was Disgusting. Yeah. Now, does does Jenna do what Catherine does and say just why don't you just use the the, the cashew milk? You'll never know the difference. Yeah. And no. I'm like, and I'm like, no, no, no. I it's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was There's a huge difference. I think I can't remember if it was oat or cashew. It was one of the one we of have those. we have both of them in the fridge. I can't along with oat. my regular yeah, yeah. milk, right? No, no, no. Yeah. And it was one of them. I tried with my coffee, and I said, and I drank the full cup. Like Ooh, I was wow. committed. I drank the full cup because I had a sip, and I was like, this kind of tastes weird. Maybe I'll get used to it. I have another sip. Still kind of tastes weird. Maybe I'll get used to it. And I said, let me just finish the cup and see how I feel by the end of the cup. Mm-hmm. And I finished the, the whole cup of coffee. And by the end of it, I was like, babe, I love you and I love what you're trying to do here. But if there's one thing I cannot change is not putting the milk that I like in coffee. Right. So I'm going to continue to do that. You continue to use the milk that you like. No problem. I tried it. I'm glad I did. I don't like it. It's not for me. There are things that I've tried that I wish I liked more. Like what? Wine. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You don't like wine, I huh? hate red wine. Really? I ha- And every single red wine. I hate it. It's Jeez. awful. I, it's just, it's not for me. Like Caesars. No, I, w- I don't like Caesars at no, all. Even, even the idea of a Caesar to me is disgusting. But red wine, I, I would like it with a meal because I think it's, it's something that you can all do together. And I like the idea of pairing things with food. And I like, I like all of that stuff. But I had red wine. It, none of it tastes good to me at wow. all. I've never enjoyed even a sip of red wine. Um, and I don't like drinks at room temperature. <laughs> have have right. you tried rosé? Yeah, I've tried rosé. I'm okay with rosé because I can chill rosé. Yeah. But I don't like, I just don't like red wine. Wow, interesting. Yeah. But red, red wine make you feel so fine. True that. (laughs) You okay over there? What's the matter? (laughs) I'm just laughing. Oh, that's how you laugh? (laughs) (laughs) Ashley says, ask this. Has whoever cleans your studio ever complained about Damn It Maury's boogers everywhere? Oh. Because in the past we've said or we found out yeah. that Damn It Maury, who sits in a separate room 
that's like part of our studio, underneath the desk where he sits, he wipes all of his Do boogers there. Do you still there. put boogers there? No, I haven't in a while. Like what's a while? Like a couple weeks. If Mocha went under there right now and looked. I'm not looking. With a flashlight. That's so gross. Is there anything? There probably is. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you just lied. Mocha, go look. Dude. Use your flashlight. No, you can't get mad. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Hold on. But you started by saying your answer, your original answer, you freaking liar. Your original answer was that you haven't done it. No, in a while. there's probably old ones. Oh, oh, so don't worry about it then. Yeah, go look at the old ones. As oh. long as it's, as long as they're not new. <laughs> you can tell the difference, right? How do I know? No. <laughs> Wet versus dry. Morning, stop it. It's so gross. Okay. Mocha is now on his knees and he's under the table looking. <laughs> And he's on his way back out. And what was the verdict? The brim of my hat almost touched one. It is so <laughs> gross under there. You're a disgusting human being. That is so bad. What else do you wipe under there? Just like your hands from eating and stuff like that? Like greasy oh, like fingers che- and yeah. cheese. Yeah. Maury's office. Maury used to have an office before they um, uh, took it away from us when they moved us in this building. <clears throat> and Maury's office was notoriously disgusting yeah like it was looked it, and like, smelled it was legendary like people Bad. on the floor used to talk about how atrocious maury's office the was the day we had to clean everything up yeah there were i had two boxes of energy chocolate bars yeah and i was gonna throw like all a ca- kinds like of, a caffeine chocolate bar kind of thing yes. yeah, yeah i got yeah um so and i was gonna throw everything out and i'm like oh i wonder maybe i'll have one i opened it up i kid you not mm-hmm. it was in like so many bugs no. Crawling around. Really? Oh, yeah. you're gross. Because the chocolate was sitting there for so long. Oh, God. You're so <laughs> gross. Chris asks, if Roz and Mocha switched bodies, like in the change-up movie, Uh-oh. who could last the longest living the other's life? Okay. Wait, so hold on. Hold Break on. this down. So Roz is in Mocha's body, Mocha's in Roz's body. Yes. Who could live the longest? I would say you, because I don't know if I could last a day in the tightness of pants that you wear. Uh, I would be so right. uncomfortable. I would be super comfy. <laughs> I'd be like doing that <laughs> spa all day I, if I wore your clothes. Yeah, I, your pants are so tight. Yeah. It would just be, it would probably be the most uncomfortable for you me. You know, here's, I think that you, I think if you switch, if we switch bodies, like did a switch them, mm-hmm. I think that the, the thing that you may have the hardest time with, although you may enjoy it, is size not that size maury (laughs) is i think that you may find it difficult to navigate the world on a regular day when you're as tall as i am yeah but we're kind of the same height yeah okay sure because i think that you would go to sit somewhere Uh and you would crack your leg on the underside of a table or you would be in a car and you, you would try and like extend your leg and you realize that your leg has to go up and off to the side and then hook back down in order to to get the pedals properly because if you just right. sat in a car regularly, you would never be able to drive. You have because, to think about this all the time. Because your leg hits the steering wheel. Oh yeah, very uncomfortable. Right? So all this stuff, I think that you would find that stuff difficult and then do all of Add that in, in tight pants. The tight pants. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So if you're switching body, but is it Roz is in Mocha's body and it's still Roz's voice? No, 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 no. It's like a switching movie. So like the whole, everything it's, it's changes. My, it's my, no, it's my essence, mm-hmm. right? Me as a person, but only in Mocha's body with Mocha's voice and Mocha's everything else. 
Yeah. Hey, Mocha, you get you get Catherine. Okay, <laughs> more. <laughs> hold on, oh hold on now, hold on now. <laughs> but you get Jenna. Hold on now. Uh-huh. We would have to make a pact. Like we don't. Like we or do we? <laughs> and just never speak of it. Like what if? <laughs> <laughs> Like we would have, you know what? We don't know. We should probably, you know, what's interesting is I think that friends should do this ahead of time. I think that you should preemptively do this because we are getting into the summer months with lots of lightning storms. If something happened of where we did switch, Uh okay, you and I did do a switch them. Okay. Even if it was for just like a week and then we had to figure out what the thing we had to do together was to sort of get our bodies back. Okay. Are we saying right now we're making a pact right now, right? Yeah, we would have the, we would for sure have to be like, not tonight, I'm tired. Okay, no shenanigans, right? <laughs> yeah, not tonight, I'm okay, tired. Okay, it's good. Tired. I had such a long day today. Okay, good. Maybe, maybe next week. Right. And it's not that I don't want you being with Catherine, it's just that I am usually tired, so I think that she would figure it out at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. She was like, uh, wow. I don't want you to ruin the streak. <laughs> uh, good, All right, good what know. else we got here? Good to know. Um. Oh, Mo has a great question. Because of coronavirus, will you guys ever play pinched again? It's yes. a really no. I don't know. It's very difficult to play pinched. Pinched, by the way, in case you haven't heard, uh, is a game where it's trivia between Mori and Mocha, and if you lose, you get pinched. And there's just like wooden clothes pegs that they just pinch all over each other's faces and it's hysterical because it hurts yeah that's what makes it funny but i don't know if we could do that because maury has historically not gotten rid of the used clothes pegs and they just go back into the bag well, if, we ha- if we got new ones in a year from now no i know but, but it's, still, still. it's still touching itself we're working on something a version of pinched to replace pinched okay so we can tell you that right now on the podcast we haven't even said it yet on the radio show but we're working on something that we will debut very soon uh to replace that sort of world that pinch lives in go away seriously that's a person's name on insta and said uh what's been your go-to lockdown outfit it's the same as any other outfit i wear yeah i guess for us it's different right because we work every day Go go home after, and I change. Yeah, right. I know you change, Maury. The second I walk in, I get in my pajamas. Yeah, really, huh? The minute I walk what in, what do you change into when you get home? Track pants and a t-shirt. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You guys have both given up on life, huh? What are you talking about? It's I, so comfortable. I go, I go full outfit all day till I go to bed. Yeah, but you're doing really? TV. No, no, even without it, I'll be, I'll wear skinny jeans until until eleven o'clock tonight when I go to bed. Really? Yep. Yeah. But you're used to that, though. Yeah, I may even put a vest on. Just, I, <laughs> just because? Just because. I used to, um, and it wasn't even that long ago that I started changing up my clothes when I got home. But I used to just go home and, like, the clothes that I'm in now, yeah. I would wear until it's bedtime. Yeah. But then normally, and then recently I started changing into track pants and t-shirt and just yeah. found it more comfortable. Yeah. And I even, and uh, every two hours when I have to go out and walk my dad, my dad. <laughs> Oh, wow, your dad comes over and you walk him? <laughs> Go walk my dad. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, when I have to walk my dog, uh-huh. I put yeah. sweatpants over my pajamas and go downstairs. Huh? Like, I don't take my pajamas off. I just put sweatpants over my pajamas. What kind of pajamas do you wear? Like, like flannel, flannel just like, pajama, uh, pajamas. That must, that's a lot of fabric down there to put <laughs> yeah. as track pants over flannel PJs. But it's just so much easier to just put sweatpants you can't over. Do, you can't do that in July, though. That's too hot. Yeah, I'm going to probably 
have to figure out what to do. Yeah. This morning, before I went downstairs. What do you mean, figure out what to do? Just take off this. the pajama pants, put your track pants on. No, yeah. but this morning I went down, and now I, I can't make fun of the people that do this because now I get it. Mm-hmm. As I went downstairs at four in the morning uh, in my pajamas to walk Andy. Yeah. Like, you are the it. person that prior to having a dog would complain notoriously about people who were with their dogs outside and they were in their pajamas. And now I get it. It's so early. I'm like, F it. Yeah. See, that's what happened. Wait till the winter. Oh, I. <laughs> You tell the winter. Yeah. You're going to be pajama bottoms and winter boots. <laughs> <laughs> That's which, me. Which is a it's hot look. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tixiana, who always uh, asks us questions. I know she asked like a Nintendo question on the last episode of the podcast. Uh, I love making ribs. And because I don't have a barbecue, I make them in the oven. What is your best rib recipe? So indoor ribs. They, oh, yeah, that's tough. So, Do you have one? I don't have uh, one. Yeah. I have never. Ribs are one of those food items that I really want to spend time, hopefully this summer, working on on getting a good recipe <laughs> that is to my satisfaction. Yeah, I've failed many times at making ribs. Okay. So Tixiana and anybody else listening, I will say that the two sort of really true ways that you can do ribs is you can slow cook them for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours on uh, like what they do with charcoal, smoke them, uh, all this stuff. When you live in a place and you don't have access to all that gear, if you if you love ribs and you love even steaks and you love chicken, I would say that the one piece of gear that you need to get is you need to get yourself a sous vide mm. because you'll be able to do what they call apartment ribs, which is you can get a really great, smoky, beautiful flavor on them, and they're going to be extremely tender to eat. So you can sous vide them for like 24 hours even. Just leave it on the counter, put the lid on it, and go. Uh, once they're out... Take whatever sort of rub that you want to make, and whether it's a dry rub or or this kind of thing. I don't like barbecue to be sweet. Mm-hmm. I like my barbecue to be savory and spicy, right? I'm more on the Texas as opposed to St. Louis style of barbecue. I like mine smoky. Smoky, yeah. So yeah. south, right? Uh, um, and, and so you can rub whatever you're going to rub on it. So just get the rub, <laughs> okay? <laughs> get it all over your hands and just coat the whole thing and really, really work it in there deep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You guys are children, by the way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now you're. It's, Notice I'm not the one that started laughing first. Okay. Now, when you're when you when you're working the rub in, <laughs> the thing. Uh-huh. That you're gonna notice is that it's it'll change the color of your hands. <laughs> so maybe wear a glove when you're doing it. Yeah. Because there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of like paprika and things that yeah. you're gonna be rubbing in, and those things do stain the skin. Uh, and then you do that and you can do your oven on a sort of lower temperature, but I always start with a much higher temperature because they're already cooked when they come out of the sous vide. So really at this point, all you're trying to do is just put a bark on the outside of them. So do a dry rub uh, underneath the, in a, in a hot, I do like 425, 450. Oh, wow. Right. No, for for not long, long though? Not long at all. Not long. Keep an eye on them. Just right? to get it crispy? Just to get it crispy. And then right before you take it out, if you do like it um, to be both soft and, I don't I want to say wet, but soft and <laughs> sticky. <laughs> then you put your you put your wet rub on it <laughs> after the fact, and then you can crisp that up, and then chop them up, and you should be able to get that decent bark. Now, if you don't have a sous vide, I've steamed them before. 
Steamed ribs? Yeah, I've okay. steamed them before. Interesting. So you get a uh, like a steamer pot and yeah. you put water in the underside of the pot and then you take your steamer pot and you put it over top and you cut your ribs into about four bone pieces, mm-hmm. um, put a dry rub on them, whatever dry rub you want, and then you can put whatever aromatics in the water that you want to and then just keep it covered and steam them. For how long though? For a while. For a while until you can see until the bone starts to poke out of the top. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> right until the bone starts to poke out of the top, and they start to slowly want to break away from the bone where the the meat starts to and then separate. What? And then once that's and, done, then you season it and toss it in the oven. Yeah, yeah, huh. you can do that. You can and do that before you serve it. Do you take all the meat off the bone like my daddy does? <laughs> no, even still, huh? As a grown ass man, he won't serve it to me unless he cuts it off for me, and he leans over me to do it. Why? Why can't you? Oh, he doesn't even do it beforehand. He gets mad because I, I waste so much meat. Oh, so he's like, right. You're one of those. He's even asked, like, he'll just lean over. He's like, excuse me, Matthew. Oh, <laughs> just oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Uh, Kara asks, what wrong assumptions do people make or have made about you? Not so much anymore, but when I was younger, people used to think I did a ton of drugs. Really? Because I look like the type of person who does a ton of drugs, mm. but I, I never have. Did anyone ever say, hey, do you do drugs? No, they or just assumed look, it. They assumed you look it. like you do People would start drugs. having conversations with me about drugs. Like oh, I was God. then going to carry on the conversation because You're I like, knew yeah. so much about drugs. Let me tell you everything. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Maury? People assume I'm smart. Who? <laughs> yeah. Give us names. Yeah. I need receipts on that. I need, to, you, need, okay, you need next week on the podcast, you need to provide at least one human soul who has ever thought that you were smart, mainly because I want to know the story of when they realized they were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wrong assumptions. I would say, especially being on the radio where you only hear voices and you don't see faces, mm-hmm. is that why are you doing that to your pants, bro? Oh, why are you boy. standing right now? Yeah, like, why are your t- pants open? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so, you know how distracting it is when Maury, who's like just off to the side in front of me, is standing there and you're you're hiking up your pants Why and you're your pulling right you're now? pulling the middle of your shirt. It's very distracting. I was sitting down and I couldn't breathe. What do you mean? Because <laughs> so your stomach? Why don't you get bigger pants? What size are those pants? These are the right size. No, what size are they? I have my Corona 15 or whatever yeah, it is. Maury, what size Maury's. are those pants? These are 30 30. Yeah. You are, oh my God, Maury. That's you are right. far from a 30 30. I, so, uh, I am absolutely a 30 30. So hold on here. No. You're now at the point of you've eaten so much during quarantine that you can't sit at work with your <laughs> pants done up. <laughs> Yo, lift, lift, lift up your shirt. I, you are not a 30-30. Lift yeah. up your shirt. Oh, my God. You undid your pants? Yes, that's what I said. Uh, These pants, pants are undone. No, because I couldn't sit down. It was like, whew. Okay. It's too tight. Okay. Now, lift up your shirt. Okay. No, let, let, suck let it, it, it go. Suck Maury, it. Maury. Let it go. Just let it go. It's like as if you're at home in your track pants. Just let it, let it out. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) that's still sucked in. There we go. There you go. That you are not a thirty. No, but thirty thirty under all of this. Yeah, (laughs) you're thirty. That's like a a joke. My buddy of mine is a is a comic named Alex Nussbaum. And oh my he, god, I know that guy. Yeah, he's We great. had him on the show. Yeah, yeah, I've known Alex for for years and years ago when he was just starting out, he had a joke that um, God, I don't want to butcher it. I think it was something like. 
the size of a man's penis is only relative to how far he's willing to jam a, uh, a ruler into his pelvis. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you are definitely not a 30-30. And yeah. uh, wrong assumptions from Kara. Yeah, what wrong assumptions do people make? Um, I've been told many, many, many times, oh, you're a brown guy? You don't sound like a brown guy. I honestly thought that you were white. Right. A yes. lot of L- times. Look at Shem in there being like, right? yeah, what's Shem. up? I hear you. Shem, come here. Yeah, Shem's another. Uh, I've been told that I sound, people assume I'm black. Did, did you just whisper black because Shem was walking in the room? <laughs> <laughs> you get nervous all of a sudden? Jeez. <laughs> and I can tell you, you do not sound like a black no. man. No, no, yeah. I've been told. By who? By who? People Again, like, next week we need receipts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. Yeah, Chef, people have said that oh, you sound like a white guy, right? I get told that all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That I sound like a, like a white man, like a middle-aged white man all the time. Yeah. Where does that know. come from, though? I think it's because people assume because I'm a black man that I might throw in a few yo-yo-yos and a few right. yo, what up kind of things. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that's the uh, assumption. That you're not, it's, not a, it's not an affected sort of, um, I don't want to say put on, but you don't go out of your way to throw around like jargon, lingo, like that kind of stuff. But I will say it depends on the company that I keep, <laughs> right? Because around some of my friends, yeah, I might throw in a little bit more of that sort of lingo, but... Yeah. And, and I, I, don't, I don't think I do it really, you know, on purpose. I think it's just sort of, again, it depends on the company that I keep. What about yeah. this company? Nobby. <laughs> Not about Shem, this. Shem's wearing a hoodie today. More yeah. barely look at him. <laughs> terrified. That gets 925 on Instagram. Ask Ross and Mocha. That's where you ask your question. And uh, we'll pick a bunch to answer on a future episode. Thanks look. very much. Look more backing away slowly. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.